five minutes after 6 a.m. on a Thursday morning broadcast, and it seems to us that we never left Yo Man CSY. <laughs> this is the way it sounded when we wrapped up our broadcast last year from Yo Man CSY, and it seems that this is the way it's all starting out again with all the uh, sights and sounds, specifically, specifically sounds that are going on here at uh, Park Renana. Uh, unlike last year, when we were ending our program with a, uh, an actual performance, this behind us right now, and what you're seeing and hearing is the... Uh, sound check. Sound check, thank you. The sound check <laughs> that's going on. We're going to have to get by with a little help from our friends today. Good say that again. Amen. Uh, and here we are. We're here. It's uh, just after 6 a.m. Thursday morning, which means for us, it's just after 7 p.m. on a Wednesday night. It's a historic night. Uh, because we get to be here for another go-round of this incredible Yeoman CSY evening, um, which brings together every single summer program that is uh, under the tutelage of NCSY Summer. And uh, we get to meet a whole bunch of people, people who lead programs, people who are participants in programs, people who oversee all of NCSY, people who are overseeing the, uh, the uh, entire OU, the entire Orthodox Union organization. I mean, we're talking about a lot of people who have come from near and far in Israel and near and far from the United States to participate in this major event. And I would say that both Miriam Al-Wallach and Yoni Pollock are ready, raring to go, and ready to present this very, very interesting and important show. What did you say? I was just about to tell you that the most important person in NCSY just arrived behind you. Elliot Tansman is here <laughs> at Park Renana, which means the party is ready to start. So you agree with the majority of NCS Wires sure. who feel that he is the most important person. Exactly. I mean, I know that people chant David Cutler, the whole thing. I get it. But then there's Tansman. So now that Elliot is here, oh, and if my eyes don't deceive me, that's Ariel Foreman. He is with the... Israel Rescue Program, which we'll hear more about. And it looks like about. they're working tonight. It looks like they're ready for anything. It looks like Foreman's ready for some kind of bandaging. I would love to know what's in that knapsack. <laughs> <laughs> There's a defibrillator, just in case. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll harass you in a few hours. But no, it's a, it's an incredible night, and the weather is holding. And while people don't necessarily understand what that means, because it's July in Israel, and of course the weather is holding. They don't realize that right now we are standing under what would otherwise be known as storm clouds. Look at that cloud right there. Yeah, that's pretty ominous. And yet, it uh, will likely not rain because right. that's Israel for you. Uh, anyway, so NCSY, each and every year over the last four years, we've had this opportunity to bring you a Yom NCSY and then visit some of the NCSY summer programs. Tomorrow on our Friday edition, we will be both at uh, Michlelet and NCSY uh, Kolel. Um, that's going to be happening on a Friday morning edition. Indoors with air conditioning. Right. right. And uh, until, 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 that, uh, until that journey begins, this is going to be the, uh, the opportunity for us to interview and speak with people in an NCSY venue here at Yom NCSY. Behind me, I would assume that's Simcha Liner. That is Simcha Liner. Simcha Liner is preparing his, uh, his presentation for tonight. And, uh, and I'm sure that... Uh, Everything's exciting. That he's excited. Very well. Yeah, and he's excited to be here. This is his first Yeoman CSY, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, likely. Yeah. And they always they always get an amazing array of uh, of entertainers. They have great people who do this show every single year. And th this is no exception. Certainly no exception. We're very excited. Are you about to introduce me to somebody who's here? I, I mean, are you talking about the gentleman to my left? Well, who is that? 
Looks so familiar he to me. He looks so familiar. Does he look familiar to you? He does. I have pictures of him on my phone. <laughs> what? So while You mean you stalk him? Well, you had mentioned before that the most important person in NCSY was here, and that was Yonina Siegel. Correct. I would probably argue that the most important person in NCSY, Colel, is now here, and that's Ezra Wallach. All right, Ezra. Ezra Wallach is here. He's having a great summer. According to his shirt, he's having the best summer ever. Yeah, it seems that's the theme around this Correct. place. So Colwell's wearing gray? Colwell's wearing gray. Rescue is wearing orange, I hear, but that would make sense. Yes, it would. Correct. And we are going to hear, uh, I mean, from a number of very important people and very exciting projects and incredible, incredible programs this summer. Every year, more and more is added to the array of NCSY summer programs. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. Uh, they find a need, and they go ahead and they, uh, and they fill that need. And um, and we'll have an opportunity to speak to uh, some of the veteran programs and their representatives and some of the new programs and their representatives here thank here you. at Park Renata. No, it's, it's thank you. Sometimes you have to understand that I understand what people are thinking. Um, <laughs> I want to welcome those who are who are listening uh, uh, both on the app and, of course, through all the other venues that you can hear this show. I want to remind you that we are not. Uh, we're not able, because of the nature of this recording, to do your uh, uh, app comments live as they happen. But uh, if you have a um, th those who have already sent in messages uh, to be read on the air for NCSY Madrichim and Madrichot and NCSY uh, campers or students, we will get to those at some point during the um, during the broadcast. Someone just left you a medal. It looks like Ariel Foreman is giving me gifts. I'm. What is that good for? I tell wanted me. to see what's inside. Oh, I don't get to keep it. Oh, he's going to tell us later. Okay. He's going to tell us later. We can't, I can't even hear you now, but we're going to hear about this later. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to have Foreman on the air. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be interesting, that's for sure. Um, okay, where are we going? Tell we're, me where we're going. We're starting. We're starting? Rabbi Michael Kahn is waiting on deck. Rabbi Michael Kahn has the opportunity. Um, I don't know if it's his first summer. We'll find out. Maybe He it's just needs to sit cautiously. Very cautiously. Maybe it's his 20th summer. I don't know, but I mean, we'll find out. But he has an opportunity to spend the summer with a group of young people called TJJ Ambassadors. We're very familiar over all these years uh, with the um, really remarkable job that TJJ does with public school youth who decide to spend a good amount of time in Israel during their summer vacation. Uh, and they have a, a special program called TJJ Ambassadors. Rabbi Michael Kahn, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. How many years with TJJ Ambassadors? So it was my first year on TJ Ambassadors, my 10th, uh, actually, overall NCSY summer. And are they all with TJJ? Or, uh? Uh, I had six summers with NCSY Colo, three oh, with TJJ wow. Midwest, and now I have the uh, privilege of being part of Ambassadors. That must be an interesting experience, Ambassadors in Colo. Yeah, definitely. A little something, you know, but uh, I, a little bit about that fun. I always say this every time we're here, and I don't think it gets old. It is hard for me to comprehend that public school youth who have an opportunity to do whatever they want with their summer would choose to go to Israel and make of their summer a really spiritual and educational experience. How do you explain it? So um, I think I think deep down I think we we all believe that uh, no matter what you know, no matter where someone's coming from there's that Jewish spark and you know in terms of how we package it how we make sure that we can we can make sure that connection is gonna you know be as we say ignited we like to use that word a lot in CSY and even young people have it huh? even young people yeah everyone's looking for especially in high school I think it's a big thing looking for identity 
trying to find their place, trying to trying to belong to something. And when you when you package it in the way that NCSY does it, it's, it's kind of hard not to want to connect, not to at least adventure to try for one summer. You know, NCSY has an incredible job in terms of uh, subsidizing, making sure this program is very available, really for anyone who really wants to come. All you got to do is uh, sign up, you know, and uh, a little bit of effort, you'll have the best summer of your life. What separates the ambassadors from standard TJJ? So it's a, so it's a great question. It's, um, usually what happens is, uh, you know, when a team goes through TJJ, as TJJ does, we, we, we supply inspiration and constant inspiration. Um, we, we apply, we, we supply an incredible tour. But one thing that, uh, in terms of moving to the next step, is that there's not always a mission. I mean, obviously, we're always exploring our Jewish journey, but TJ Ambassador takes that next step and has a mission-based program. And we do that in three, three, three ways. One is through Torah, is that we had an additional level learning in terms of how we, what we're trying to accomplish, our curriculum, is connected with every single site that we see. And at source-based, obviously, moving uh, as we look through the different, uh, you know, sights and, and the sounds of our experience. Uh, one is through advocacy. It's a big component of what we do. A unique thing we do is not just advocacy, like they go in a classroom and they learn about something about Israel, but we take them to the sites uh, exactly what they're going to be defending. So for example, we just took them to Kochav Shacha for Shabbaton, and they ate by, you know, as we call the the settlers. They ate by their homes, they learned from them, they played with their kids, and they dabbled in their shul. They, they slept in the same, we call them uh, these little like huts. How the Yishuv started, they, they slept in those exact same things. Now a blossoming community of 400 families. So um, everything we do is that we don't just like uh, learn about something, we experience it hands-on. Rabbi Michael Kahn with us, TJJ Ambassadors. When they become those ambassadors, the ambassadorial efforts are made in the United States, not here in Israel, right? Correct, correct. They're going back home. Some of our uh, kids have already graduated high school. They'll be going on college campus and you know, Very definitely, important def definitely battling a beast that's much different in high school. But even our high school kids, we, we you know, just talking to them, they've all gone through a lot. And uh, you know, facing anti-Semitism on campus, definitely dif you know, different social media outlets from their friends who are not Jewish in school in terms of what's being posted. And, and being those people that can see, I was there firsthand. I know what it's like, I know what's going on. And we hope that um, in terms of being those ambassadors, hopefully God will make a big difference. Have participants shared with you what it was like for them to grow up with Jewish identity, but not necessarily made uh, and not necessarily a significant part of the Jewish community. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, you find is that you know, for some of them, it's uh, you know, they're, they're coming from different homes where there's the element of like community, but it's not like the biggest focus in terms of just like what, how they're grown up. You know, it's like Sunday school experience. Right. But for a lot of them, uh, you know, NCSY has been that bridge in order to help them engage and become more part of a Jewish community. So for a lot of them, that's, that's really what it's been. That's their Jewish identity, but uh, it's definitely a challenge. Definitely, they, they recognize that. How many total ambassadors are there? This year, we have 28 total ambassadors. Boy. And uh, they, they take this responsibility seriously. When they go back, they're going to be fully aware of what needs to be done on their campuses. De definitely. We, we try to make sure everything that they're experiencing is very practical, that they understand what every single, every single place where they're going to, what's the reason for it, what's behind it, what are we trying to defend, and what message they're trying to bring back. It's an aspect of Jewish education that we should spend more time on, right? I believe so. Experiential education is something which we, I think, overlook a lot, and especially applying what we're teaching to the sites, I think, uh, makes a tremendous impression on them. Finally, is every ambassador a TJJ, TJJ graduate? Or? So we have a nice amount of them, almost about half of them, but uh, you can always use more. And you're watching Israel change their lives in just a few weeks, right? 
Yeah, and they're also changing Israel. Good Are they? The I think so. That's cool. Rabbi Michael Kahn, TJJ Ambassadors, I thank you for being here today. Okay, thanks for having me. Thanks very much. There he is, TJJ Ambassadors. Yet another effective summer program here with NCSY Summer. Uh, pretty amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got... Um, is this TJJ UK? Wow. TJJ UK. I don't think we've ever spoken to representatives of TJJ UK before. Am I right about that? I don't think so. Uh, but we have here, this is Adam Lang, correct? Hi there, yeah. Adam, a pleasure to meet you. Great to meet you too. Thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Explain to the audience who are familiar with what TJJ is, what is TJJ UK? So we come from an organization called Tribe, which is a youth movement in the UK, a little bit like NCSY. Um, so promoting modern orthodoxy and reaching out to uh, everyone all across the spectrum of um, uh, Anglo jury. And um, this year we've been teaming up with NCSY to take 16 year olds to a three week trip to Israel, um, putting them with the <laughs> West Coasters on TJJ Bus 7. How many do you have from the UK? 11. Nice, good group. And um, they come here and they spend these three plus weeks. And do you see a uh, life changing transformation take place? I think any connection to Eretz Israel is going to uh, really inspire something. And also being with the, the NTSY rabbis and um, bringing people together across the Atlantic um, is definitely opening up perspectives and opening up eyes and hearts. All right, tell me who you brought along with you, because before the music starts again, I'd like to be able to hear what they have to say. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have Amy and Zach here. From hey, Buck Amy Library. and Zach, how are you? Hi, yeah, good, good thank thanks. You. How are you? All the way from the UK, huh? Yeah. Where are you guys from? What city? London. In London? Um, yeah, South Coast. Very yeah. nice. Um, tell me about the first, well, how many days are you here already? How many days? Have been they? almost two weeks. All right, tell me about the first two weeks of this program. What, what have been some of the highlights? What have been some of the things that you've enjoyed? And has this been a life-changing experience? Definitely been a life-changing experience. There are so many different things that we've done that you can't really say which one's been the best because they've all been so different. For example, we've been down to the Canera and we've done like this inflatable aqua course. That's pretty cool. Water. We've seen the tunnels underneath the Western Wall in Jerusalem. And I mean, they're all so amazing and they're all dif in different ways that you can't really compare them against each other. Um, I think that the most memorable thing for me though was meeting with the Americans for the first time. Because you had never had that experience before. I mean, I've met America, but right. we, we to spend time with them. Yeah, and it's like the whole culture clash. The whole culture clash for the first few days was very interesting. I think settling in yeah. now. <laughs> but now it's like, am I American or am I English? Uh, you, can t you can tell us how strange we are. Go ahead. You can yeah, tell me. No, but it's good. It's very good. So that must be interesting. Not only being in Israel, but being in Israel with people from other countries. That must be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's very. But also we and we meet all the other um, buses, all the other Americans, Canadians, and well. Canadians. You know what comes to mind as uh, as Amy says all this. We as we we have the old joke that in uh, that in um, in Israel two hundred kilometers is a is a long you know journey in America you know two hundred miles is nothing you know because people travel by car all the time long distances uh, same way you know two hundred years in the United States is a long time two hundred years in Israel is like yesterday you know and I wonder because you're from a country that appreciates its unique heritage and long long centuries old tradition. If you view this country a drop differently than some of the American kids who are used to living in a pretty young country, does that ever, ever come that's, up? That's a very interesting point. Yeah, and, you have um, a different background. I think, yeah, I mean, also, I suppose in England we have, there, there's quite a lot of importance around preserving uh, national sites Correct. and historical significance. Um, but there's not so much sort of, 
there's not so much spiritual connection. Really, in England, if you go to a place like a castle or something, it's just the history's dead. Right. But us standing here in Israel looking at sites and locations that have got significance to our, our heritage, that's really something that's very much still alive. What is Shabbos like with the TJJ, um, TJJ, uh, uh, TJJ UK combination? What's it like? It's phenomenal, really. Uh, bringing everyone together, having the special Shabbat experience, everyone bringing also their own unique um, customs and, and uh, perspectives on Shabbat all together. It's, uh, it's fantastic. It's a great unifier, right? Absolutely. And you'd think that it's, how old are these guys? About 16. 16 years old. You would think at that prime ripe age of 16, uh, they would be pretty cynical about the whole Shabbat experience, and yet you see the complete opposite. Well, we try and put in as much enthusiasm as we can, and um, trying to encourage people to sort of take time you know, away from the phones and use it as a liberating, unifying experience. And really using it to connect to Judaism, connect to one another face to face. And it's surprising that people, uh, even 16-year-olds who may seem addicted to phones, they, they understand that there's something missing when you're not face to face. Are you guys going to take a lot of Israel back home with you? Definitely, definitely. Also a lot of American. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't shake that. I like that. Yeah. Well, there is a two-to-one ratio of Americans to Brit on our boss. <laughs> well, you'll be more comfortable when you visit New York now. <laughs> Lots of invitations. Los Angeles. Los Angeles as well. I thank you very much for stopping by. Thank I continue. You. Good luck. Good luck to you guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Great to meet you. Uh, they're TJJ UK, everybody. Adam Lang, Zach, and Amy. They are here with us at Yom NCSY enjoying this unique experience. Uh, with us at JM in the AM. A lot of great programs, a lot of wonderful people leading them. We get to speak with them here uh, during a Thursday JM in the AM at the Nachum Siegel Network.
J.M. and A.M. Thursday with uh, Yaakov Shweki with that selection. Well, if our first uh, couple of guests are any indication, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here on this Yom NCSY as uh, we broadcast from uh, the landmark event for NCSY summer here in uh, Park Renana. Jeremy Goldfeder is with us. Euro Ice is the group that he leads. Jeremy, a pleasure to see you here at Yom NCSY, and welcome to J.M. and the A.M. Thank you very much. Likewise, nice to see you again. Thank you very much. It seems that uh, the entire place is energized, ready for a big night. Has the summer been energized, and have people been experiencing an amazing summer of 2019 so far? It has been spectacular for us. We are here 19 days. We started in Europe, and now we're in uh, Israel. And it's been absolutely fantastic. So that trip starts pretty early, probably one of the earliest of all the NCSY summer programs. We are, I think, the first one to go. July 1st, we left JFK on our way to Budapest. Uh, Budapest is one of how many stops when you go to Europe? So we do Budapest for three days, Spain for a week, and then we come to our uh, homeland, Israel. All right. And is there an emphasis, I assume, on Jewish history of those areas and some of the things that people need to know about what our people experience there? Yes, absolutely. In Budapest, we focus on the Holocaust period and then I'm showing them today what it is like to be a Jew and then once we get to Spain certainly talking about much older times and again what it's like to be a Jew today in Spain. Boy and it's uh, how do we put it it's um, sometimes uncomfortable times in European countries for Jews at this time and that must be a very big element where you'll realize that if they're from the US they may not feel as comfortable in a European city. Correct. That's part of what we want the teens to see. We want them to feel and understand that when they land in Israel, this is really where we belong. This is their homeland. And they can get a good feeling of that by what we have to wear a hat in Europe. And we have certain kashrut issues and it's very hard for us to get food. And it really all hits home together when we finally get here. How large is the Euro Ice Group? We are 40. Nice. Good size. Fantastic. You get to Israel. What happens? What gets turned on here in the Holy Land for these guys? The moment we land, we go right to the hotel. They have an experience. There were four teens this year that never went to Israel before. Oh, that must be interesting. It was fantastic. All the teens were excited to blindfold their friends, <laughs> let them come down and see the hotel for the first time. I don't think it was disappointing check, check, to them. Check. They can breathe check. the air of Israel check. and feel the spirituality throughout, and it check, really check. does bring them up to another check. level. So as much as you guys are responsible check. for these life-changing experiences, you would attribute some of these success to Israel itself. I would give a certainly a 50% of it right on At to, least, uh, right? Yes, for sure, for sure. And do you, do you have to see that transformation? Does it manifest itself, or is this something that just develops when the summer ends, you realize, wow, these guys have really made life-changing uh, decisions? No, it's amazing for me to see the transformation. I had boys that have never worn tzitzit before ask us, okay, we're ready to wear tzitzit, and they're still wearing them. One boy got up and said, I have not set a brach on Tfilin in five years and did it at the hotel voluntarily. So we see tons of transformations like that going on throughout the summer not and certainly beyond but really during the summer we see it as well. How many years have you been doing this? It's my third year. I'll ask you what always seems to be our theme and that is there are so many options for teens. There are so many ways they can spend their summer vacation. There are so many ways they can end the school year and really go off in a million different directions. One might think that that type of attitude or that type of opportunity would really reduce the numbers that would be in NCSY summer programs, yet the opposite happens as we continue to see an amazing increase in the numbers. Why is that? I think a large part of it is our amazing advisors uh, and the administrative staff, David Cutler, who puts together these teams and makes us feel that whatever we need to make a successful summer program, he's going to give us. All the tools we need, he's going to give us. 
And that really, the kids really see that and really feel it. And I don't think there's any other summer program that can match an NCSY summer program. How many people work with you on your OS? We have nine staff for 40 kids. That's pretty amazing. So it is spectacular. And uh, as we know, a lot of them, uh, they themselves come from very interesting backgrounds. And I'm sure that helps when they're trying to relate to the teens that are with you. Correct. Every teen really gets a good understanding that our advisors, many of them were once them. Right. And they can really relate to them and feel comfortable to open up to them, discuss issues with them that are important to them and that are meaningful to them. I assume Euro Ice ends here in Israel? It does. We and are it here. will be when? When will the... Uh... Unfortunately, uh, a week from Monday. Wow. Go fly. It flies by. These programs that last three, four weeks used to feel like a lot longer, no? <laughs> yes. These four weeks really went by very, very quickly. I can only imagine. And they will... Uh, and they will culminate, no doubt, in an amazing and incredible summer for these kids, some of whom I'm sure will be doing interesting things the second half of the summer, but differently because of the experience they've had with you. I hope so. I certainly hope so. Um, and I thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Uh, it's a Thursday, JM in the AM, and that is the uh, a director of Euro Ice, Jeremy Goldfeder. And you see the type of work that they are doing here on a regular basis for these summer programs, and one after the other after the other describes the amazing and incredible effect that these programs and the state of Israel, frankly, has on so many of the youth coming from both uh, um, uh, affiliated backgrounds and public school backgrounds in the United States. We're heading to uh, we're heading to a song that's actually uh, possibly going to be performed tonight by one of the stars of this event, and that's Ohad. And you are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
And that is Ohad off of his brand new album. Bishat Tovah is the name of that one. JM in the AM, Thursday morning. Want to uh, thank some of the people that have been extremely helpful in setting up Yom Y for us, including David Cutler and Amy Moskoff and uh, Maish Bain and Alan Fagan and everybody who's been instrumental in bringing us here for Yom NCSY for, I think, the fourth consecutive year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Yoni Pollock is with us. Yoni Pollock and Yoni Pollock are both with us, actually. This Yoni Pollock is the head of Israel ID. And for what I'm told, one of his star Madri Chod is somebody from the Siegel family. Yoni Pollock, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Nice to see you. You too. You this too. is the first year for Israel ID? Third. Third year. Third year. Tell our listeners why it's called Israel ID. Israel ID is basically stands for Israel in depth, first of all. In depth is not just in the sense of the touring. We are the touring program. We arguably do the most in the shortest amount of time. Five weeks, exhausting days, early mornings, late nights. But it's not just the touring that's in depth, it's the educational program. So we spend so much time on the educational aspect. We learn every morning and every night. Optional stream last night, we're like till 12 a.m. or later. It's just in-depth in terms of seeing Israel, loving Israel, the Torah of Israel, the Chesed of Israel. It's just unbelievable. That's why it's really in-depth. And even though it's packed the way it is, you still can get kids to agree to come. Yeah, you know what? I tell every single kid before they come, if you're looking for just a fun summer, I don't think this is the program for you. Every single kid is told in an interview before the summer, if you want a fun and meaningful summer, something that will enhance your life in general, this is the program for you. Well, and we have a full bus this summer. With that in mind, tell me some of the things that have gone on in a typical day. A typical day. Yesterday, we were yeah. in Svat. And uh, we went up into the top part of the mountains of Svat into a cave. We walked inside. I said, before we went inside, everyone just be quiet. I just want you to think of something you appreciate. And we began to sing Tov Lahodos. Everybody walked down. I was like, oh, my gosh. I never felt so connected before. That was just like our whole day with Svat was just shopping in the art gallery and seeing things and whatever, enjoying schnitzel sandwiches. And then we end <laughs> off our day on something like that. It was so moving. There was another family from Muncie that came. And they said that was the most incredible thing we've ever done. We're so happy we bumped into NCSY. And from your standpoint, it was a pretty simple activity. Simple. We just walked into a cave and started singing a song. We do that all the time. It's <laughs> an average day. So there's something about this place. Huh? There's something, something about, about Israel something that just has an ability to make one connect spiritually pretty quickly. Especially in cases like yours where the program's just a few weeks old. That's it. And, and, and then you go back to the United States. Today is a week. That's Today it. is a week. A week and you already see the changes. My staff was like a little nervous at first, like the kids aren't connecting. I said, we haven't been here 24 hours. Give us a little bit more time. And yesterday at our meeting, we have a meeting every single night just to, you know, constructive criticism or maybe just to reflect on the day. This staff was like, I can't believe we've only been here a week. It feels like years. These kids are unbelievable. They're inspired already like crazy. How many total kids are on Israel ID? We have 40 this summer. That's a nice size. A packed bus. And, uh, and great counselors. Madrichim, Madrichot, right? Yonina Siegel. Wow. <laughs> Tamar Pollock. 
you know, just the two shout-outs that are... <laughs> the uh, two necessary shout-outs. The two necessary shout-outs. Everybody else is excellent as well. Really incredible. Everyone's doing a Very good job. Diverse. We have a diverse and I've been group. asking people this already throughout these first few interviews uh, tonight for, for our Thursday JM and the AM. What is the Shabbos experience like? What would you say would best describe the way um, teens connect with our tradition with the Shabbos experience you give them? So we have our beautiful couple of Shabbos this first Friday night we did at the Kotel. A little hectic, but you know what? With the Israeli soldiers around us and the Hasidim and everyone together, like the whole point of us coming to Israel is to recognize that there's no difference between the Jews. One of the things that we're working on this summer is to recognize that if you're Jewish, we're related, we're siblings, and people are starting to realize that. They come in at first, they're like, oh, we're not the same thing, monothelites, chassidus, whatever, all different. No, 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 we're all the same. We started this program, first Shabbos, Friday night, the culture like that, it's unbelievable. We went after dinner. We went ate dinner in the old city. We went after dinner back to the Kotel, you know, where it's quiet. And we sang for like half an hour. Just there, quietly, just us. And that was the people. first Shabbos of the program. First Shabbos of the program. And everyone seemed comfortable, everybody seemed adjusted. You know what? It took some time. Maybe not the first song, but right. by the third or fourth, people were into it, closing their eyes. And you're at the Kotel, you know, something's there. Sometimes they get nervous. Am I going to feel something? Am I not? Am I going to connect? In the end, it just you open up your heart, and all of a sudden, people are just flying. What do you think of this night of bringing a couple of thousand people together? A couple of thousand. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's incredible there's an event like this. The singers are unreal. The food, you know, obviously. <laughs> but important Jews component. and the food is, is an important mention. <laughs> but in general, it's, it's an incredible night. The kids are so hyped for this. They look forward to this. And besides, you know, the, seeing their friends from other programs, which adds such an excitement, this concert is just like... Over the top, unbelievable, nothing they could ever experience anywhere else. So it just, you know, adds to the experience that makes it the best. Summer. It is pretty amazing. Um, and finally, where do the kids come from? What types of backgrounds? They're, every single kid is from a modern Orthodox background. Unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are practicing proud modern Orthodox Jews. Geographically, they're very diverse. We probably have, if I had to guess, like 20 states wow. of kids from all over the United States, including Canada as well. But you know what, the diversity somehow adds to the program that allows everyone to get along. People are nervous, some parents email me for the summer, oh, my son's in 12th grade, my son's in 9th grade. You know, generally it's for a post 10th grade. Said age, where you're from, doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. Our staff is also diverse. You know, we have a South African, we have a Persian, it doesn't matter. We have so many, we, the point of this is to show that we all can get along easily. It doesn't matter how old, where you're from, type of hashkafa, whatever. Modern Orthodox Jews together connect like that. It's unbelievable. You know, I, I, you're, you're the right person to ask because when we spoke uh, a few weeks ago, you were telling me about the serious uh, educational uh, atmosphere that you're in the entire year, a formal academic atmosphere like many educators, obviously. Um, yet you no doubt have a great appreciation for the informal education that they're getting now during the summer. Absolutely. The two can live together very easily, right? Very easily. Informal education allows faster pace, less content, really. It's not so much sitting down in a classroom and being responsible for it. There's something about learning in Svat with your Chaburas and learning by the Kotel or hearing it's Torah in a cave in Svat <laughs> that just creates such an excitement and love and learning in general. They come back like, hi, advisor, can I please learn with you tonight? We learned for an hour this past Shabbos. Six guys came over to me asking to learn Perkei Avos. I'm like, you want to do that? They're like, yeah, can we? I'm like, of course. <laughs> for an hour we sat there. And then after that, we walked outside the streets of Yerushalayim just hanging out. The program is Israel ID Yoni Pollock.
or as we might say, the other Yoni Pollock, leads it. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you I really much. appreciate it. Great seeing you and your, your parents and grandparents. I'm sure very proud of you, to say the least. We are uh, featuring some of the great uh, artists that are going to be appearing on the stage tonight for um, Yomen CSY. One of them is Oad. Here he is on JM in the AM.
right, that's Ohad Malchuska, of course. All right, one of my favorite people to ever be associated with NCSY. Wow, you've got a heck of a billing to follow up on now. One of oh my boy. favorite people ever associated that is, with NCSY. That is, that is a, uh, I mean, that's that is like, a lot. That's, that's like years and years and years <laughs> of people. I won't tell anybody, though. Even though people are I would listening, say decades. I, won't I would decades. say decades, decades worth of people. That's awesome. And you're right at the top of the list. Wow, that's it. What do they do? A mic drop nowadays, right? <laughs> Over, done, finished. Kiwi Freed is the Associate International Director of NCSY. He is here at Yom NCSY. And because you're here with me, I'm going to ask you to participate with me in one sure. of our traditions, if you don't mind. Okay, great. We've asked parents and others who want to send along special messages to be included in today's show to email us. Great. So, for instance, I'll give you an example that um, uh, Yaakov Mack is part of TJJ bus number three. Bus number three. And he's got, he's got people that have uh, written in, that have sent emails. Uh, they want to make sure that we acknowledge him. Then uh, then this listener says, Nahum, hope it's not too late for this message. Please give a shout-out at Yom NCSY to Rabbi Tzvi Kupfer, director of NCSY and JSU of, you know what city? Minneapolis. Minneapolis! Come on, bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the amazing work that he does. <laughs> then, I met a really great kid from Minneapolis that was on one of the programs. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, TJ Ambassadors Poland. What a phenomenal kid. Minneapolis. You know, comes to JSU clubs, shows up, has a great time, and uh, and just came on TJAP on a whim. And, uh, and AP stands for Ambassadors Poland. Right. And uh, has having time of his life. You're touching on a couple of themes that always amaze me. One is, uh, you know, being someone who's from New York, you're amazed to find out that people are dedicated to our tradition outside of New York. There's places outside of New <laughs> That's York. That's number one. But much more importantly, you realize that people of varied backgrounds nonetheless because of their great parents have strong ties to Judaism. Yes. Even if they're not, you know, ritually observant, even if they're not, you know, into things that we might be. Uh, and that's pretty amazing. And I attribute all of that to their parents yeah. who really have kept the Jewish fire alive, even if the fire is a little bit different than what we're used to. A shout out going out to Judah Trudler, part of the large Bala Kinwood contingent of NCSY Kolel. And his parents were all spending Shabbos in Yerushalayim. That comes from the clappers who wrote in. Beautiful. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, a hi to Daniel Munchik. Does that name ring a bell? Hoping you're having a great time. That comes from uh, a Bobby in Brooklyn, New York. So she's written in. Brooklyn represent. You could say that again. Uh, trying to see what else we have here. So we've gotten some nice messages, and I'll find more as this program goes on over the last couple of days that people have been writing to us. Uh, there are people who are right now in the United States. They might be watching on the live feed, the NCSY, um, uh, Yom NCSY program. They might be listening to us right now on a Thursday morning. Uh, they feel connected to all of this. They appreciate the Jewish education that kids are getting by literally getting on a plane and then a bus and spending their days going around Israel. It's, That's it, pretty remarkable. It's, it's unreal. And, it's, and it's, uh, th there's no better form of education than the real immersive experience of education. So yesterday, I, I hop around while I'm here. I try to cover as much ground as I possibly can. Just give me my four or five scoops of coffee in the morning. I just keep going. I don't stop. I could see you uh, having that. <laughs> I, today I had 10 because I knew we'd be talking later. So I, yesterday I went on a bus uh, um, and um, we went to Maras Machpela. Oh, wow. And This is with which group? This is with Ambassadors Poland. Nice. I, was spend, I spent the day with them. In the morning we went to Maras Machpela. We've been to Maras Machpela 10, 20, 30 times. And it has meaning, of course, our, our forefathers, our foremothers. It's, it's, these are our grandparents. It's an unbelievable thing. But 
the experiential aspect of standing outside my Razamach Pela with a guitar and singing to, for Hashem to take us back. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing. And then crying about the fact that Avram Avinu went ahead and bought this for, for to bury his wife Sarah because... Because we care, human, we care about we, human beings, Jews. We care about the ruchnias, but we care about treating our bodies as well, also, and the gashmius piece of it. And for the kids to make that connection and to realize that we have to treat our bodies with a holiness and a sacredness as well, also, when we go ahead and bury them and go again. But listen to this experiential piece. The best part was when we went in, and each kid they broke them into four groups, and each kid had to represent either Adam or Chava, uh, Avram or Sarah, etc., etc. And they went ahead and they had to tell the story of that person from their perspective and something that they learned from that person. You don't get that just by listening to learning safer bracious. You get that by experience. You get that by standing right next to their caver and saying, this is real. And the best part of it all that was not planned, and this is the experiential piece, was there was a brismila going on in the main part of Maharas Machpelah. And our kids, these next are Next to the person who originated the brismila. That's right. The, the person who originated it, the first two people to ever have brismilas. Look at that kiss. That's love. That who is, who is love. that? I don't know, but it's true love. <laughs> and uh, our kids started singing Hamalach HaGoel at that point. Wow. Pretty it cool. Awesome. It is awesome. Um, one other point about this experience that you had, and that is that the majority of the kids who were with you just a couple of weeks ago were having much different experiences. Much different experiences. And that's what always gets me, is that you know USA in 2019... There's a lot being offered out there for teens, a lot being offered out there for kids. And they come here a couple of weeks later. Yeah, yeah, it's unreal. I, I was, day earlier on Monday, I was with a group about to go into Cheskiahu's tunnels, the water tunnels. And um, an old-time NCSY person that happens to be a tour guide now came up to me and he said, oh, this is NCSY, what are you doing with these kids and whatever. I said, before they even go into the tunnels, just look at them for a second. Not one kid was on their phone. Not one kid was on their phone. That says it all these days. <laughs> That's what you're fighting mostly, right? There's kids on the phone. That's the big battle. And the apathy and distraction. Right. And, and, and they're just there having a great time socializing, to actually talking face-to-face -face with each other, and then climbing into the tunnels. And as one girl, after Rabbi Lashak, we met Rabbi Lashak, after Rabbi Lashak really described Kiskyo and who he was as a king, she said, I am literally walking through something that he built. This, it wasn't the Kotel, which we're all... Sure. In awe. In awe. Tunnels. Shabbat, you were with the program, you were still in the United States. I was still in the United and States. And this Shabbat? I am going back to the United States. Uh, so you're going to miss one of the, I mean, yeah. obviously you know, I have, to, I have to tell you what kind of highlight Shabbos is yeah. in NCSY in general, yeah. but here it must be off the charts. It is, it is off the charts, but Nachum, you'll come to me for a Shabbos. It's off the charts there also. <laughs> is that what they say there's about the Freed Home? There's dancing on the table in the Freed Home. In that yeah. case, I may have to stop by. <laughs> Kiwi Freed is Associate International Director of NCSY, and yes, NCSY has an international That's right. presence. That's right. People should remember that. We have a we have a group. Last comment. We have yeah. a group. We have a group coming next week. First time ever. We have a TJJ bus from Argentina coming for uh, coming to experience the summer. They really wanted to be at Rio NCSY, but in Argentina things don't always go so smoothly with the airports. But they are coming next week. Thirty five um, unaffiliated teens from Spanish Argentina. program. Spanish program. How Spanish many? Thirty five. Thirty five are coming. First time ever. Next year we're gonna have Argentina and Chile both come for uh, TJJ. Do you? I mean. 
because the word international is in your title, are you doing a lot of that work year-round? So I do, I do. I, I spend a lot of time with our group in Argentina and Chile. That's where we have our main stations right now in South America. This past year, I visited Mexico. Started, started to see if we get something going over there. And right now, I'm in conversation with England a little bit, just in terms of how we can help, you know, in any which way with the community. And if there's a slight level of discomfort for Jews in the United States, I'll call it slight, and if there's a major level of discomfort for Jews in European cities, what's it like in Chile and Argentina? Uh, they're very insulated, the communities. So they, they try to keep themselves protected. But in Argentina specifically, the anti-Semitism is, is through the roof. I just read an article about a month ago about uh, another rabbi being beat up there. And about four months ago, another sure. rabbi being beat up there. So it's, it's scary. Uh, when I'm there, I do not travel alone. Uh, uh, I mean, Rabbi Lashak comes with me because he speaks the language well. Um, but uh, we're very protected and we, we know exactly where You're to go. You're doing a lot of amazing work. Har you Hashem. really are doing a lot of amazing work. So are you, work. Nachum. Well, I appreciate we're that. Lucky, we're but, lucky. We're lucky. But tonight at we're here to laud you, Kivi. Yeah, you know what? It goes it goes both ways. Where And this is really what Ensis was about. You referenced the parents in the beginning. Yeah, we're, they get more credit than people it, think. It takes a community to do what right. we do. And you're part of the community, and Miriam and everybody here is part of the community. The parents are part of our community, and it's the only way that it happens. You know, they're our partners, and Emir uh, Sashem, we should all be here dancing with, with Mashiach Tikeno. Yomete Swai is great, but uh, it should be with Mashiach. That might be even better. I'll put you on my shoulders when we have Mashiach. That's a, that's a guarantee I'll take you up on. Thanks, Kibi. No, great to see you. Always a pleasure. Kibi Freed, everybody. He is uh, one of the... Uh, one of the people who leads international NCSY and does a great job at it, that's for sure. We are going to go to a, a selection and then be back with plenty more, heading toward the end of hour number one of a very, very interesting Yom NCSY Thursday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM. Just
Shlaimi Gertner at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Yael Farkas is a camper on Michlelet, and she gets a shout-out on this Yom NCSY. Rabbi Micha Greenland, who I hope can hear me, is Absolutely. the International Director of NCSY. A pleasure to have you on JM in the AM. And a pleasure to be here again. Thanks for having us. A pleasure to host you and a fantastic opportunity to uh, be here with you. I think I figured out the, uh, the secret. And I discovered it when Kiwi Freed was on the air with us earlier. He mentioned the uh, chapters or regions of NCSY that have already started in places like Argentina, Chile. In fact, he mentioned that there are groups that are coming from those countries to spend the summer or at least part of the summer here in Israel as part of NCSY's summer programs. And I think the secret is that you guys never rest on your laurels. You know, if you're national, you're going to become international. And if there's a certain number of programs, you need more and more and more. And I think that might be the secret to why this is so successful every single summer. What do you think? So I think without a doubt, there's a drive and there's an energy and there's a sense that that Yisrael needs nothing less than that. We, we, we really have such a responsibility within our Frum community and beyond to all of Klal Yisrael to be constantly pushing, constantly identifying issues and challenges that are facing the Jewish people. Even and if so they're happening in South America. Even if they're, ha wherever they're happening. Right. Jewish people are around the world and, and there's a unique magic to the NCSY sauce that that uh, is does transfer. And uh, I, I think that is combination of, of recognizing the challenge along with having a, a staff that just doesn't rest, those two things come together and, and are what makes us uh, keep pushing to accomplish more and more every year. Rabbi Micha Greenland's with us. Now, all through the year, there are certain NCS wires that are involved in formal Jewish education. It could be Sunday school, it could be some type of program, it obviously could be day school, yeshiva, etc. Um, and then you have people that use NCSY for their formal Jewish education. The programs that your advisors and regional directors uh, organize, whether it be you know Torah study in a coffee shop or whether it be some other Shabbaton setting, etc. And that is a combination, I guess we can call it, a formal and informal. And then you have this. You have not just informal, but experiential. And an earlier guest called it immersion in a complete Jewish experience, both from an academic or educational standpoint and from this spiritual standpoint of being here in Israel. What is it about this country that helps you do your job so much more easily? So there's so many ingredients that go into that. I mean, th this country is immersion of Jewish involvement, of Jewish activity for, for a kid, whether they come from a day school background or they come from a public school background, being here, this country is our home, it, and you feel it everywhere you go. Whether you speak Hebrew or not, you know that's my language, and and you feel like this is just something about it just fits like a glove. Beyond that, there's I mean the Gemara already says Avira de Eretz Yisrael, the the air here in this country, it just enhances everything that we could do anywhere else. So there's no question. We run five domestic programs in the United right, that's States. That's true. We have programs that are right. inspirational and impactful without being here, but it just ratchets it up several levels by being here in this country, in this environment, and having 
the staff, as dedicated and as, as talented as they are, their work is so dramatically enhanced by being here in Israel. This is one of the things that we say whenever we're at one of your staff events. You're surrounded by so much talent. So many people that have a unique ability to reach kids and in such a positive fashion. Pretty amazing. It, it's it's almost an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> that really, thank God, I look around and, and say, Baruch Hashem, it's, it's really wow. unbelievable. 175 full-time staff in NCSY, but... 800, close to 800 volunteer on, advisors Welcome everyone. dedicate their time, deliver the opportunity to uh, to impact the lives of teenagers, and they're they're volunteering that. They, they are so dedicated, and it's really it's uh, that's what I call it an embarrassment of riches because yeah. they, they are they are giving them the, of themselves in a way that is really extraordinary. What do you think of tonight? What do you think of Yomensius? Why? T tonight is just a a uh, an explosion of energy. A celebration. It's, it is a celebration, but to me, the most dramatic thing about Yom NCSY that 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 I appreciate and value is it. It really is Am Yisrael. You look at and you have guys who are spending their summer sitting in a base medrash. Herschel Schechter's here for the Rosh Yeshiva of YU. And, and the public school kids who didn't know and don't know still in many cases an Aleph from a base who, who this is the environment where everybody can come together and say, I'm, I'm a Jew and I'm proud. And, and that's, that's uh, it, it's, it, to me, that's the celebration. It's, it's a, yes, it's a celebration of the impact of the summer. Yes it's, a, yes, it's, yes, it's a celebration of being in Israel. But mostly it's a celebration, at least my narrative is, it's a celebration of this is the Jewish people. This is thousands of people from all different walks and all different stripes coming together to celebrate the, the Achdus of Am Yisrael, the fact that we are all one nation and all one people. Not that I'm trying to get you in trouble, but give me one review from this past school year. What What is a chapter or region of this country, not Israel, this country meaning the U.S., where we're being heard primarily? Tell me one region that just you marvel at their accomplishments in the last year. Uh, it's so hard to pick one. <laughs> um, I, I would say that, that uh, our southwest region um, in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Denver uh, really expanded tremendously this past year. And it's remarkable to think that only four years ago, we had no activities it in, didn't thre exist. in three out of those four cities. It was Dallas, and it was a small chapter in Dallas. And, and we, we really, uh, it, it had been decades since there was NCSY in Houston, decades since there was NCSY in Denver. And, and the accomplishment that they've had now, now about about 1,300 teens they're working with in a in a in a part of the country that had had almost none before that. Um, really, uh, that's that's one that's easy for me to single out. So is there many, is there one director uh, responsible for that? Rabbi Gershi Mizell is a regional director who lives in Houston and has uh, has really been the driving force behind that expansion with a lot of lay leader partners. It's really. Uh, Beautiful to see. Phenomenal. Eitan Merwis, who's, who may be a listener in Teaneck, New Jersey, lives half the time in, in, in Houston. We have many others, thankfully, who have who have uh, who have helped drive that expansion, and it's a, it's a place we're particularly proud of. Phenomenal. How's uh, Rabbi Akiva Naiman doing in uh, Oakland? Is he doing all right? He's he is always always one of the leaders. <laughs> and really, uh, and, and it's incredible, Mr. Snevish, to see also the self-sacrifice that some of our staff people. Um, 
the living in communities that don't have the type of infrastructure that we have in our New Yorks, Chicago's, LA's, Miami's, Toronto's, um, and 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 putting putting their uh, their 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 home in in uh, in the mix and and having kids over at the house it, it's uh it's a beautiful thing to uh to behold yeah i'm glad you mentioned that it's talent plus mysterious nephesh no and that's question. a really interesting combination and if you ask the families of those directors as you just alluded to it is a real real uh, mysterious nephesh uh, no question so i uh, thanking the wives or the husbands in, in, in is is uh is something i i is on my mind a lot so if they're listening, thank you to uh, to all of them for their mysterious snap. All I could do is wish you continued success. The job you're doing is amazing, and the expansion in all the areas we discussed and others is really remarkable. Thank you so oh, much man. for being here. Pleasure, welcome. Thanks again. Rabbi Micha Greenland is international director of NCSY. He's enjoying Yom NCSY here tonight. <coughs> we are going to continue with plenty more here on a Thursday morning broadcast of JM and the AM. In the background, I think you know what it is. It's Yom NCSY and all the excitement of thousands of people coming together at Park Ranana to celebrate. And we are at the Nachum Siegel Network.
Yehuda Green, Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM or YOMNCSY. You might be picking up some background noise. If you are, it's because YOMNCSY has officially started a celebration of many, many great summer NCSY programs. There are two people we're going to be speaking to about the Hatsala Rescue NCSY program. The first is our good friend Ariel Foreman, who's the director of the program. Ariel, how's your summer been so far? Thank God, Nachum. It's great to be here. Um, only good things. It's really, uh, so far, the first two weeks have been off to an unbelievable start. Because of the program that you lead, do we have a lot more people here that in case, God forbid, something happens, like, I don't know, someone collapses from these from the heat conditions tonight, we'll have a lot more people who can help out. We have 29 newly trained emergency medical responders who are ready to help if anything happens tonight. They've taken a real course? They've taken a real course, and they're officially certified by United Atsala. So really, the whole area is covered. That's correct. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we're excited. We has hope it, they don't. Has anybody collapsed from heat exhaustion yet? I, I think <laughs> everything's all right so far, but uh, the night is young. <laughs> people don't realize how hot it is in Israel today, I'll tell you yeah. that much. Um, this is a, this was really a big question mark. People didn't know there'd be a following for this program, and you see, I guess at this point, it's sold out, am I right? Uh, yeah, correct. We, we did fill up um, uh, for this summer. Uh, we hit our target. Um, uh, at last summer, we were at 20. Uh, we went up to 29 this summer, um, and uh, all of them, it's just been great so far. Everyone's really been getting involved and just having an excellent time. Are there skills that they've picked up in the last couple of weeks that they didn't know before walking into Israel? Absolutely. In terms of their medical knowledge, they spent a week every day, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., sitting in class, studying, taking tests, learning all the skills that are necessary. And now they're already riding shifts on ambulances where they're picking up vital life skills, ones which I've gained and I see them gaining in terms of how to interact with people, how to deal with people at their worst time and make it better. So there really was a formal part to this program, oh, a uh, real academic part to this program. 100%. They worked very hard. It wasn't easy coming out of school to go back into more class time, but they all worked through it. We made it as fun as possible for them. They all learned a lot and really enjoyed it. Will they do things on their shifts that they have not done before? Absolutely. I'm actually excited to uh, share that just yesterday, two separate shifts. We had two NCS wires on each shift. Four in total responded to a cardiac arrest. Two different cases. Both performed high-quality CPR and successfully revived both patients. Both patients went to the hospital with a pulse and breathing. That's unbelievable. We're very proud. So you've saved lives, or your program is already responsible for saving lives. Speaking with Ariel Foreman, uh, this this could really grow. And you know this because as you went up in the ranks in the whole field, you had colleagues and you saw how much energy there is among young people to get involved in life-saving activities. So this program can really get much, much larger over the years. Absolutely. We, at this point, we really only see it growing, thank God. The, the kids go back home with a certain excitement and energy um, and a passion for United Hatzalah for NCSY, combining it together, saving lives in Israel while touring the country. Uh, they go home with a certain passion and spread it to their communities. We already have kids from last summer 
who are more involved in emergency medicine at home as well as volunteering in hospitals. They, they take this passion, this, this excitement for what they're doing and really bring it home with them, which is why we anticipate the growth and why we've already seen growth from year one to year two. This is a serious question. Are there members of this program who've already asked you to try to get them into the United States Hot Cell Divisions and other life-saving areas in the medical field? Absolutely. I think this week already, the, most, the number one asked question that I received this week was, can we come back next summer and do a higher level, do an EMT course, finish our training, continue to expand our level of knowledge and learn more? And uh, we, we hope if there's interest, we would love to do it. Um, but the kids are, are thirsty for knowledge and they want to do more uh, because of the excitement, the high risk and the high reward um, of what they're doing. It just makes it all the much better and it makes it all the more meaningful. We're dealing with real lives. They're seeing real life here. Ariel Foreman, it's the uh, Hatella Rescue Division of NCSY Summer Programs. And we're going to swap you out for my Mandelstam and I thank you very much for being here tonight. It's Ariel Foreman who leads the program, Rabbi Yoni Mandelstam. I am told is uh, responsible for the Torah study and the halachic angle of the Israel Rescue, Hatzalah Rescue Program. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Nachum. Is there a daily component of Torah study for the uh, people on this program? Absolutely. How does that work? So every day, that we try to shoot for two slots. I give a shear related to Hatzalah and Halacha, questions about what happens when you get a call on Shabbos, Kohanim dealing with uh, Tumah, with dead bodies, etc., intense stuff. But NCSY is very good at mentoring. And the younger, the better. So the advisors on the program have lunch and learn. So even though uh, the program is very busy with ambulance shifts and courses and that's all the training, when it's lunchtime, that's also educational. You sit down with an advisor, talk about Emunah and Hashem, about Israel. And over the course of the summer, they're getting a lot of halacha and, more importantly, a relationship with an advisor. Do you have a medical background? Absolutely zero. My father is a doctor. Oh, that helps, I guess. He's a psychiatrist. <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm uh, so you must marvel at these kids who advance to the point where they can literally save a life like they did this week. Yeah, I marvel as a high school educator. I mean, a TABC Rebbe. And when school's over... You don't sign up for more school. These kids have been in class 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. for a week and a half, and they want nothing more than just to get in the action, do CPR, help someone who needs it. And uh, I wonder why they don't want to sit on a beach with iced coffee. It's a little <laughs> bit, that's where I, you know, that's my comfort zone. You know. A lot of uh, halakhic issues when it comes to medicine, especially these days, right? Uh, uh, yeah, the, we can't even begin that. And especially medical ethics, uh, we deal with questions such as uh, treating everybody under the sun. If there's a terror attack, uh, God forbid, what do you do with the terrorist in the hospital? Organ donations, all sorts of modern medicine. Uh, you, you go, yeah, many svarm have been written, and we try to tackle halakha and medical ethics. Unbelievable. So many things happening. By the way, are you aware, well, you would be aware that because there are 29 members of your program, this entire Yom Etsy crowd is covered. We have nothing to worry about if something, God forbid, goes wrong. Right, and have any halakha questions? Uh, I think Rav Schechter is here, so I'm going to have a nice coffee, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Uh, but that's not even, you, know, you say that, but it's something important to consider because while you and other qualified rabbis, thank God, can answer a lot of questions, when it comes to certain delicate issues, you need to go to the very top, right? Absolutely. And Rabbi Sabalevsky, thank God, is the posik for NCSY. Uh, just tonight, uh, Kohanim are on our program, want to know if they're getting called to a CPR question. It happened today, literally. 
And it's uh, unfortunate there's a pretty low success rate of CPR. Thank God our program right. has actually brought back Correct. a few already. But if a Kohane is getting that call and someone else can do it, it's not so clear that he's allowed to be in that room. And I was asked tonight, Rabbi, what's the halacha? So I know what I've learned, but Rabbi Solovsky's talk is what NCSY will follow. And that's my, my homework. I need to ask Rabbi Solovsky, what's wow. the deal with Kohanim? And there are a million other questions. Yeah, yeah, thank God, thank God. Yeah. Rabbi Yoni Mandelstam takes care of the uh, Torah study and halachic aspect of Hatzalah Israel Rescue and the program. And I just mentioned Ariel Foreman. This program, because of the interest that kids in the U.S. have in life-saving techniques, this could get very big in the near future. I, I don't understand how so many Jews are wired like this. Right. I'm truly inspired by those Nishamos that just want to get more involved with helping saving lives of other Jews. It's a big chesed. It's tremendous. Really Thank tremendous. you, Rabbi Madelstein. An absolute pleasure. Good seeing you. Thank you, Nathan. All the best. NCSY Summer, everybody. That's right. It's NCSY Summer. And this is Yom NCSY as we continue on a Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, we'll continue with another great selection of music while the people here in this amazing Park Ranana continue to enjoy one of the best concerts of the year and that's Yom NCSY here's Yoni Z at JM in the AM Man! 
JM in the AM with the Oni Z. It's Yeoman CSY. Miriam L. Wallach is here. She can't believe the party that's going on here. What do you think so far? It's insane. The best kind of insane, but it's insane. There's a lot of energy in this place. Yeah, it's incredible. Every kid is smiling. Every adult is smiling, which usually never goes hand in hand. <laughs> but And by the way, everyone's dancing. You commented a second ago that they set up all of these chairs, and they're not in use. Well, frankly, they're not supposed to be in use. This is not a night to sit and to kick back. This is a night to be engaged and for everyone to be doing the same thing. Just enjoying the music and enjoying each other's company. There are a lot of reunions going on. Kids in different programs know each other oh, from yeah. school, know each other from the school year. And they are uh, reuniting here tonight, which is really cool, nice to see. And um, it is also remarkable, this is the largest of all the Omen CSYs. Because right. every year there's more and more programs and more and more students. More and more kids taking advantage of the NCSY summer program. Rena Emerson just waved to us, CEO of New York NCSY. Thank you, Rena. She is great, doing a great job. Along with Daniel Gordon, who's not here this year, but Rena just made it in time. It's really such a team effort on so many levels. If you're watching the screen behind Nachum and over Nachum's shoulder, there are a number of thank yous. It's basically thanking every member of the NCSY staff top down. And for good reason. It is so an inclusive project and such an inclusive organization that everyone takes part and everyone gets credit. But we, uh, we continue to thank the hardest working member of the team. And that's Amy, of course. Of course. Who uh, makes sure to set things up for us both logistically and in terms of guests on the air. So we thank her. I'm not sure Amy loves when Yeoman CSY is over because Yeoman CSY is over because she doesn't have to deal with us anymore. Right, but it also starts again right away. That's so. right. All right, we'll go to Rabbi Goldwasser, then a very special guest is going to be joining us, everybody. Uh, this time each and every Monday through Thursday. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and they finish by Esther Basravosavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the parsha concerning Bilam. That Hashem reversed the curse to a blessing for you. The great Zerashimshan asked the question: Why does it say lecha that Hashem reversed the curse to a blessing for you? It could have just said that Hashem reversed the klala to be a bracha. The Zerashimshan answers that Bilam blessed Klal Yisrael through Hashem. It says, baruch. Blessed be those who bless you. That's why the Pasuk says, Hashem, Hashem will turn the klala to bracha for you. Only in terms of Klal Yisrael would the words of Bilam be considered a bracha. Bilam, however, wanted to be the Mekalel. He was the one that wanted to curse. His intention, his kavana, was to curse Klal Yisrael, but Hashem prevented it. Chazal tell us, Machshava ra'a, a bad thought, ena karashbaruchu mitzitarfa It is not joined to a deed. However, by the Umas Ha'olam, a bad machshava is considered to be like a maisa or a deed. That's why Bilam did not get a bracha for the fact that he blessed Klal Yisrael. 
for us to understand that Hashem knows a person's true machshavos, the thoughts of our hearts. Even if a person tries to do something good, they had the mitzvah in mind, they tried to perform a chesed, but for some reason, they weren't able actually to accomplish what they wanted to do. They should know that 100% they will be given schar, reward, from Shomayim, from heaven, as though they had actually done the mitzvah. A person should never be discouraged in this world. Try to do good. You tried to talk to somebody, and you tried to correct them, but they wouldn't listen. Anyone that tries in this world is given a huge amount of schar just for their effort. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Physics. JM in the AM, my thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser. We are at Yom NCSY. Mike Bain is the uh, president of the OU. I am sure he is as amazed as I am uh, in terms of this scene that we are part of, watching thousands of young uh, Jewish students celebrate the NCSY summer programs. Uh, Mike Spain, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. Always great. And to I be. must say, you guys are making a lot of noise. It's not easy to do this, you know. <laughs> we have a tendency to do that. <laughs> a lot of noise in the background, but it's good noise. It's uh, Jewish you. young people celebrating and having an amazing time. Uh, a lot of themes have again developed during our conversations tonight uh, with some of the leaders of the NCSY summer programs. First off, I'll tell you, and you see this from where you sit at the top of the organization, it seems nobody rests on their laurels. If NCSY and the attraction of their summer programs is a national entity, it seems that someone goes ahead and makes it an international entity. Now, as you bring students from Argentina, Great Britain, and other countries to join those from North America, would you say that's one of the positive aspects of your organization? There's no resting. All they're thinking about is expansion and growing. Well, if you have principles that basically are calling on us to bring all Jewish kids together and let them feel that they're part of one Jewish people, how could you stop with just people from one geographic area? We just are continuing the same theme, just on to the next natural step. A lot of the places where the students come from these days are not as comfortable for Jews as the United States is. If they're coming from Europe or South America, they have bigger challenges when it comes to trying to fit in to the greater community. I would think for them, this experience in Israel, in many ways, can be an even greater one than it already is for some of our kids from North America. Yes and no. In one sense, it surely gives them a sense of comfort that all of the adversity that they confront, there is an answer to it, which is belonging to the Jewish community. But on the other hand, our kids have to learn to appreciate what they have. And by spending time with kids from other backgrounds, other environments, they begin to enjoy so much more the freedoms and the opportunities they have to be a committed Jew. This gathering includes Jews who are, as we say, across the board, from the uh, from very observant homes all the way to homes where, frankly, their parents were not into ritual Judaism, but gave them, it seems, some type of either pride or spark that ended up in them deciding to come here instead of spending their summer vacation in a much different manner. What do you say about parents who may not be as committed when it comes to ritual, but nonetheless have inspired their children with the fire of Judaism? I think they're incredible. 
in light of the environment that America provides, any parent who's going to imbue their children with a sense of identity is a hero. The problem that we have is that we confront and engage with children who have no pride of Judaism at home. And cutting through all of the American culture and getting to their pitlayid inside, that's the bigger challenge. And you can't even blame those parents either. They just don't know and they don't have the background. But there's a lot of kids like that that we could reach and we are reaching and we hope to continue to reach. Do you ask yourself then the same question that I ask myself when they have so many other choices of what to do with their summer vacation? Why is it that they end up here? Of course. <laughs> you ask that all the time. <laughs> I, I ask that about the kids coming from extremely religious homes who are learning Torah, Mokakolo, and Chlelet. Why are they doing that? I didn't do that when I was 15. <laughs> and is there an answer? We don't have it yet. I think the answer is that when they see an environment of of younger adults who are their leaders whose joy and love of Torah is so intense that it, it bleeds into them and they begin to tap into it and that's what's really bringing them here. You made a comment to me at the staff Shabbaton that I will never forget. Um, you look at your position as one that has the opportunity to be as inclusive as possible and I think if your organization would not be heading in that direction you might consider your leadership a failure. It is heading in that direction, and we marvel as how the, at how the OU and NCSY continues to expand that umbrella. Are you happy with where you've gotten it so far? I'm not. I'm nowhere near at our aspirational levels. I'm happy that there's so much cooperation and support for the direction we're taking, and I'm sure we will continue that direction for years to come. You can never be happy with where you're at, or else you don't have the same urgency to get to the next level and the level thereafter. But the commitment is there, and the support is there, and it's an incredible organization with so many lay leaders and professionals who are all committed to the same goal. Have you spent any day or specific uh, significant time with one of these programs? Have you? I spent the last four days at about seven of them. And each one of them is so different from the other, and each one has something very, very unique to be contributing. Can you give me one of them? Can you give me one that struck you in an interesting manner? Yeah, yeah. I, I spent a, a little more than half a day with the Hatsala group, which is a group of students from across North America, many of them from very small parts of from small communities, who are here for many weeks learning how to deal with urgent, urgent terrorist situations and health situations. And these are kids who have no background and went through two weeks of training, and now are going around on ambulances helping with the full-time people. You see that the role that Chesed has in Jewish identity is also very powerful. And then they spend time learning Torah also. That combination, you can't beat it. And I mentioned that that program specifically because of the interest, the, and it's fabulous to watch it, the interest that Jewish kids have in life-saving techniques has the potential to just grow like crazy. Absolutely. And there's so many different programs that we want to explore because every kid is different. Every kid has its unique, his or her unique set of interests, and we're trying to accommodate that and bring them into the fold regardless of where they're heading. We consider this a really significant event when it comes to Jewish communal life, and I thank you for having us here, and I thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you so much for being here and for sharing it with all the people who listen to you, which I know are enormous numbers. Thank you, Maish Bain. Thank you. Maish Bain is the president of the OU and is taking great pride in having a lot of nachas watching Yom NCSY and the big celebration that's going on here tonight. Uh, you are listening to the Nachum Siegel Network. I remind you that uh, because of the nature of our programming over these couple of days, Thursday and Friday, we are not uh, taking app comments in uh, real time, but feel free to comment on the app with anything that you have to say regarding our Yom and CSY and Kolel and Mithlelet coverage. 
Ohad, who's going to be here later tonight. Here he is. Oh, we should do this first. Where am I, Yoni? Help me out here for a second. Uh, here we go. Ohad is next with this selection from his most recent album, and you're listening to Jam in the AM. Uh, you may hear some uh, noise in the background. It seems that there's a 
Yeoman CSY going on behind us. And there's a major concert that's starting behind us. That's not going to prevent us from speaking to Shosh Grad, who is the director of Give Bus number two. Welcome to JM. Move that mic up. And welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Have people suggested that we might be related? I actually think I did hear that. Yeah, because we're part of the whole grad, you know, you're part of the big grad family, yes, I right? I definitely heard that. There before. you go. We can investigate that afterwards. <laughs> so, how is Give doing so far in the summer of 2019? Give is awesome. We just got here last Thursday night, so we're almost the weekend. And, and, and Give has this combination, right? It's a combination program where you're doing a lot of different things, correct? Yeah, we um, do both touring of Israel as well as a lot of chasa, giving back to the land of Israel, to the people of Israel. And you've already had that experience over the last few days. Different yeah. organizations, different efforts that you've done, right? Yeah. Where are the girls from, the uh, the Give participants? Um, so they're all over America. Um, this year we have a lot from New York and New Jersey on bus two. We have a few from Chicago. Um, we have some from Memphis, um, from Maryland. How many years have you been with Give? This is my fourth year. Wow, as a as a director? No, my second year yeah. as a director. I started off two years as an advisor on Give. When this program started, I think they really struck a really important nerve because there are programs that concentrate on a whole bunch of stuff, including obviously academics and Torah study, etc. And then there's some people in our community, young young women in our community, who just want to get out there and really participate in great daily activities. And you've identified a whole bunch of them, and the schedule is full of them at this point. Yes, it is. There's nothing to worry about in terms of downtime. Not at all. We are out and about from early in the morning till late at night. And Israel in general gives you unique opportunities to do chesed, right? For sure. There are, I believe there's actually 45,000 chesed organizations in this country. Is that true? That's what our logistics coordinator told us. You know what? I'd believe that. I'd actually believe that. Uh, so, so far, so good. It sounds like it's been a great summer so yeah, far. Yeah, so far it's been amazing. The girls have been unbelievable. We're going to speak to one of the people who is on bus number two. Abigail is going to swap in. And thank you to Shosh Grad, the director of uh, Give Bus Number 2. Abigail, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi. Abigail Malkin comes from Chicago, Illinois. Am I correct? Yes. When did you find out about the Give program? My sister and my cousin both went on it, and they were obsessed. I, like, they were obsessed. So plenty of young women from Chicago know about Give. Oh, everybody went on it. And what's been the highlight so far? Oh my God, making friends, just like being there is unreal. There's a chesed component to give. Has there been a chesed highlight that uh, happened between the beginning of the program and today? There's every day just you're constantly doing. Like you, when you're on give, you don't do the program. You are the program. You're just constantly giving. And, and that must be a very good feeling. A it's lot incredible. of opportunities in Israel to give. It's incredible. And you're helping elderly people. You're helping kids. You're helping everyone, right? Exactly. Chayalim, anybody. Oh, and Chayalim, I shouldn't forget as well. My gosh. <laughs> Abigail Malkin from Chicago, Illinois. I thank you for joining us here tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me. Who do we have next from our Give program? It's uh, Talia Malatsky. Talia Malatsky is the director 
of Give Bus Number One. Talia, how's bus number one doing? Bus one has been fantastic. You have people on bus one from how many different areas of the United States? Oh wow, every single one. The west, the east, the north, the south, every every place. <laughs> how do all these young women hear about gives? Wow, well we go into all the high schools during the years. We present to them. We are at every single kind of youth organization out there getting these kids to come to the best summer ever. How many years have you been associated with the directorship of Give? This is my first year. Oh, my first very time. first year, yeah. Has it been a difficult adjustment? Not at all. These are the most wonderful girls. I feel so lucky. And your typical day, it's literally programmed morning to night to as effectively utilize their time as possible, right? Yes, we are waking up at 6.45 a.m., getting on our way to go to schools and volunteering and shuls and all different kinds of uh, different places that we can go make our impact. How do you tell if it's a fulfilling experience for the young women? We hear their feedback. We have a hot seat every day where girls get to come share their experiences on our bus, and they love this program. Very interesting, and we're going to meet one of the members of bus number one right now, and I thank you for joining us, Talia. Maya Davis is a GIVE participant from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. All right. How are you there, uh, Maya? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Tell me about um, uh, how you in Pittsburgh discovered GIVE. Well, um, I do MTSY. My region is Central East. You must know the butlers. Yes, I do. <laughs> they are amazing, and I love MTSY. And then I saw the programs, and Give is a, like a completely d different way to be in Israel, and it's my first time. What's it been like so far? It's incredible. I've gone all over Israel. We've gone from the north to the south to Jerusalem. It's been amazing. So even when you're spending your day giving, it can still be a fun experience. Definitely, definitely. Because uh, you make a bunch of friends and it's awesome. Uh, and are you the only Pittsburgh participant? Yes, I am. So friends is an important element for you. You're meeting people from other parts of the country and you want to yes. form a nice Skevra. Yes. And so far that's worked well? Oh, yeah. And I have friends from my region in NCSY, so I did know some people when I and came And they in. might be from what, Cleveland and areas like that? Yeah, in Cincinnati. <laughs> So give is the worst kept secret among uh, Jewish youth, huh? <laughs> yeah. Everyone seems to know about it. Okay. Um, when does the program uh, continue till, till what date? Um, I believe August 1st. So it's a pretty comprehensive program. Was it five weeks total? Yeah, it's like four and a half. Four yeah. and a half weeks. And you get an opportunity not only to give, but I guess to be surrounded by wonderful people who are good role models. Yes, definitely. I learned so much from everybody. I'm Seems like you have a nice uh, members of the directorship and advisors, some good people. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. I love them all. Well, Maya, you send regards to everybody in Pittsburgh and enjoy the rest of the Give Summer. Yes, love you, Pittsburgh. Thank Let's you very go. much for joining us. Thank you so much. Alan Fagan's coming up. Plenty more happening here on... A what is today? Thursday morning. We'll do some simple liner at JM in the AM.
Why? A little later on tonight, we got Alan Fagan is here. Alan Fagan is the executive vice president of the Orthodox Union, and he is here under difficult circumstances for a radio show, but under amazing circumstances for Jewish youth from North America and other areas of the world. Alan Fagan, welcome to JM in the AM, and thank you for again welcoming us to Yom NCSY. Nachum, thank you so much for being here. You've seen this now for years. Yep. Have you ever seen anything like this? It is a unique Jewish gathering with thousands of kids, different backgrounds, which must make your must make it a heartwarming experience for you knowing that these kids are from every stripe of Jewish life from around North America and the world and it's just a very uh, celebratory evening what are your feelings when you see this crowd I, I am sitting as are you looking out over a sea of teens clapping screaming dancing celebrating their Jewish identity, celebrating their Judaism, and celebrating their presence here in Israel. Almost 2,000 kids here tonight. I never, ever thought we would see anything like this, and it's only the beginning. Have you, over the last few days, spent any significant time with one or more of the programs? I just arrived Monday night, so my Will first, you have an opportunity? Uh, I will. I'll be here for another week and a half. Oh, wow. I hope before I'm done, I will see at least something of every program. The problem is that I need weeks and weeks and weeks to see all of the 20 programs that we have here for teens, and that's without thinking about all of the birthright groups that we have here, without visiting with Yad Biyad, our program for individuals with disabilities, without being with our JLIC programs, our collegiate programs that are here. I don't think I'm going to scratch the surface in a week and a half, but I'm going to try. You just helped us stumble upon one of the most important elements of the work that you do. When there's a need in the Jewish community, you just mentioned JLIC, which I, I don't know if I shared this with you or not. I recently had the opportunity to be in Stamford, Connecticut 
and Rabbi Cole speaks with great pride of his years at JLIC at the University of Maryland. Right. And he told me what goes on there, and it's simply remarkable. And you mentioned the other programs that are there to speak to the older people in our community and, of course, to the teens in our community. And every time the OU has an opportunity, you mentioned birthright. There are a lot of organizations that would say, no, we're not interested. We don't need to be involved. You were given the chance, and you jumped on it. Every time you have an opportunity to expand those services to members of the Jewish community of all backgrounds, you go ahead and do it. And that may be the real theme of this evening. I think that is probably a theme of this evening, but I think the most important theme of this evening is Achdos Yisrael, the unity of the Jewish people, that we have the ability to come together from every stripe, from every shade of Jewish observance and, 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 and Jewish experience, and to come together united by one thing, and that is the love of Torah, the love of the Jewish people, and here tonight, the love of Israel. No doubt about it, and it's amazing how, I, I mentioned this to my Greenland, and then he pointed out, of course, that you have five very effective programs in the United States this summer. I said Israel is a secret ingredient to this entire experiential education. And yes, the American programs do a great job of instilling spirituality in their young people. But there's something about being here that's a unique element that you just don't get anywhere else in the world. Absolutely. You know the saying of our sages that there's no Torah like Ladies the Torah of Eretz Yisrael. There's no MC exuberance like the exuberance of being together in no Israel, in sensing this is our mind. home, this the is our people, our Elliot country. Tansen. There's nothing, nothing that creates a greater sense of Jewish identity. And these kids are just going wild with that tonight. You know, um, I pointed out in a couple of our interviews so far, that there's, it's, there's obvious expansion. I mean, this Israel Rescue Program, there's so much interest in life-saving life, um, techniques among young people in the United States. The program has the potential to be massive. I mean, really, really large. And there are others like that as well. You're, one of your goals, I know, is to continue growing. Uh, you hit 20 programs, which is a record. You've hit a record number of participants. I mean, some may ask, how much larger can this get? I think you would say, let's keep going and trying, huh? You tell me how many Jewish teens there are in the United States and Canada, and that probably is the limit. What do you think of the fact that we actually interviewed UK students tonight, and we interviewed someone who's helping to coordinate a mission from Argentina Correct. Uh, this evening? When Correct. you say the, uh, the NCSY group is international, they're really proving it, aren't they? Absolutely. Uh, our chapters here in Israel are now booming. We have hundreds of Israeli kids, most of them Anglo Olim, who are participating in NCSY. We have kids here tonight from Argentina and from Chile, from Canada. We have a group coming from the UK. This really is becoming an international uh, uh, program. Pretty amazing. And as we always point out when you're on the air in this type of setting, you're surrounded by a lot of talent. You've seen your NCSY leadership really cultivate amazing advisors, incredible madrichim and madrichot, and of course they are the real secret to the success of these programs. They are the secret sauce, and uh, uh, the enthusiasm that they bring to this job. Uh, many of them now graduates of NCSY programs 20 years ago. 
we had at dinner tonight a young woman who is uh, uh, running one of our TJJ and Samson TJJ buses who talked about her personal journey uh, and said just seven years ago she was a program participant and now here she is running a TJJ bus and talked about her own personal journey coming from somewhere that nobody ever heard of in Upper New York State. Things happen very quickly in 2019, don't they? <laughs> you can go from TJJ student to advisor almost like that. Almost like that. <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. Literally in a, in, in, in a couple of years. But we, we are so blessed to have the staff that we have, not only in NCSY, but in every one of our programs. Uh, I spent the afternoon uh, uh, today with our staff at OU Israel. Uh, good, working in development go. towns and, and with youth at risk in, in they take that towns. area very seriously very very yeah. seriously and, and, and they're spread all across the length and breadth of Israel uh, our staff is just remarkable a lot of great people and uh, we thank you for uh, inviting us again uh, it's an incredible night gives the whole Jewish world internationally a lot of energy this night of Yom Ensiyaswai it's tremendous energy you know I, I, I'm, I'm reading now about Con Edison blackouts in New York if we could somehow attach a plug to the electricity in this stadium tonight we wouldn't have to worry about Con Ed blackouts we could light up the entire city of New York that's for sure Alan I thank you and enjoy tonight thank you Alan Fagan executive vice president OU with great pride for what's happening here at Yom NCSY it is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Yeah. 
Company at JM in the AM. It is Yo Mencius Y. And this is, did I do the idea already? I did it already? I think so. <laughs> and this is one of the most interesting nights of the year for us. It's actually a Thursday morning JM in the AM. And as I said off the air a moment ago, my hero has arrived. Noah you're, Weinberg. You're my hero. Who brought along with him Rachel Frank, who's here. I heard Rachel is one of your top notch Jolt Israel participants. Indeed. Indeed she is. Has she even thought about her wonderful parents since she's been here? Nope. Not a, not a second, not huh? Not a second. <laughs> Noam Weinberg, Rabbi Noam Weinberg, Jolt Israel, welcome back to Thank JM in the AM. Thank you. I think we have finally forgiven you. I think we have finally, not everybody, but some of uh -oh. us have finally forgiven you that you left Camp Misora and you decided to move on to NCSY. I think we've sort of started as a group to, to collectively Thank forgive you. you. Thank you. I, of course, with full heart forgive you, but there's some, it's taking some time, you know. Listen, I get it. It's going to take a while. Anyway, it's wonderful to see you. Thank you. Uh, jolt always gets off the ground with a jolt, huh? Thank God. Thank God. Amazing How many stuff days have you been in Israel now at this point? Tomorrow makes a week. It's already a week. Yeah. And Jolt, if every NCSY program has its own identity, what Correct. would the identity of Jolt be? So the identity of Jolt Israel is um, it's a leadership training program, but our niche, I guess, is to we work with children that have siblings with chronic illnesses. This is happening all summer long? Uh, no, it's for a week and a half. Oh, for the first week. For a week and a half. Uh, we haven't started yet. We start right. on Sunday. Um, we had our training session with the Madrichim uh, two days ago. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, these children have always grown up as children with children uh, who are, you know, I am the child of uh, parents who have a child with. Right. And they've never really been able to create their own identity. So our kids from all over North America help them create their own narrative, help them create their own story. It's awesome. It's interesting that you're able to come up with that type of... There's a lot of chesed going on in that lot. Story, but this is a unique one. I mean, it's very unique. Really it's, uni it's unique in general, and it's unique to Israel. Israel really doesn't have any dynamic like this. Um, I'll tell you, uh, we, we filled from the Israeli side in 36 hours this year. That's how quick people wanted to come. Pretty awesome. Are they able to communicate with the kids? Yeah, yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. Surprisingly. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're able to talk. And, and, you know, I always say that uh, that holding a kid's hand speaks a lot louder than words. No question. Rabbi Noam Weinberg's with us, Jolt Israel. Um, do you have a group, aside from uh, Rachel, Rachel, do you have a group from all over the United States? We do. We do. From all over the United States so and from Canada. And Canada. Yeah, they that always get mad at me when watching I that group uh, meld together or mesh together. It takes time. It takes time. Um, it's certainly, uh, you know, a lot of different dynamics and a lot of different uh, pieces. But thank God, it is so awesome to watch them gel. It takes a couple of days. But once they come together, they're inseparable. It's no secret that you're a fan of extreme activities. Are uh, they included in Jolt Israel? Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> come on, knock them. You should be fired just for that. <laughs> come on. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we uh, are working off of a uh, 4:30 hike this morning up Masada. I are mean, you being you know, serious? It was amazing. Yeah, I made it in 31 minutes with no Very cable proud. car. No, come on. <laughs> Did other participants? No, no. We had we had 52 kids walk up together. Nobody used the cable car. Nobody. A couple of kids slept in. They weren't feeling so well, but uh, everybody else made it up. It was it was awesome. But yeah, we've we've been rocking it, doing just awesome stuff, and uh, it just gets you make better fun better. of everyone else and you make it up there in 31 minutes or not? Yeah, I stand up there and I make fun of the kids as they go. I'm like, you know how old I am. <laughs> that must be unique. And 4:30 this morning, and traditionally in NCSY summer programs, the day is pretty long. The day is pretty long. So you guys, fun. you ain't you ain't hitting the pillow <laughs> quite late tonight. Correct, correct. And it's jam packed. It's full. The kids are constantly being occupied in a healthy, wholesome way. It's just and it's excuse the cliche, but that really does help build character, doesn't it? Of course, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you've always been into you've always been into how the physical activities yeah. and one's day in general really helps one grow in every aspect of absolutely, life. Absolutely, absolutely. I hold that that's key. You know, a lot of times the kids have to move outside of their comfort zone, which is really important for them. They have to move out of their own way, if you will. Um, and doing these types of physical pieces really help them get there. Unbelievable. Yeah, great. Uh, Noam Weinberg, Joel Dizzer, have you hit your peak yet in terms of numbers? No, is not yet. We went to two buses this year. So there's room to grow? Uh, so there's room to grow, yeah, 100%. We have 61 kids this year who are fantastic, every single one. Pretty amazing. Um, Pretty amazing. Uh, all right, I, I want to uh, speak for a moment to Rachel, if okay. I may. Absolutely. Rachel! Come in here and tell me how great Rabbi Weinberg is. Rabbi Weinberg <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> it's a setup, Rabbi. It's all to praise you. What have you heard from listener Danny and listener Susan? Um, have you heard anything from them? Yes, I have. <laughs> they're doing all right? Uh, are they, yeah. they going to be concerned that your voice is uh, being challenged this summer? I think they already are. They know about it, huh? Yeah. Uh, and what has Jolt Israel been like for the first week? Amazing. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go home. I'm not leaving. <laughs> well, in that case, I guess it's been a success. It's the best summer ever. And you've met a lot of people from different areas of the United States, right? So many places. That must be cool now, knowing people in so many different areas. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, well, when you see your parents, if in fact you see them again, assuming you go back, uh, send them our best. I will. And, uh, and join with me in giving them a big shout-out here on JM in the AM. Of course. And thanks for joining me here tonight. No problem. Thank you so much. There she is, Rachel Frank from Brooklyn, New York, who's part of the... Jolt Israel program. Thank you, Rachel. No problem. And uh, her voice is being challenged. I bet a lot of campers' voices are being challenged this summer as they try to make it through the summer in such a celebratory manner. We're at Yom NCSY on this Wednesday night. You, of course, are uh, hearing this as part of our Thursday morning program. As we mentioned before, Ohad is one of the people that's going to be performing later on tonight in um, Renana, in Park Renana here at Yom NCSY. Here he is at JM in the AM.
Before that, Ohad is going to be performing here later tonight at Yom NCSY. It's jam in the AM and the most beautiful and incredible sight 
of one of the world's largest Israeli flags has just been brought out and is um, dominating the scene here at Yom NCSY. A lot of pride in Israel, a lot of Jewish pride, a lot of uh, celebration of the accomplishments of the NCSY summer programs under the direction of David Cutler. You're talking about one big celebration here tonight with thousands of students, hundreds of madrifim, and really just an incredible atmosphere at Park Granada here in Israel. Miriam Alwalek is here. I think I'm here. So what do you think so far? I mean, this is a house party beyond what Granada <laughs> has never seen. And we've been here before. Yeah. This is not our first rodeo here in Park Granada. And it's certainly not our first rodeo with Yom NCSY. And you and I predicted it. We mentioned it at the top of the show that we sort of felt like they outdid themselves this year. And we were right. Yeah, the uh, production's amazing. Uh, so far, what they've presented has been incredible, and uh, you can tell that it's been incredible because there are so many young people who are dancing and enjoying this evening. Um, for us, it's a JM and AM Thursday and a time to celebrate the accomplishments of the NCSY summer programs and to really reflect on how we, when we first got involved with the OU and NCSY, I don't even know if there were a thousand participants right. in all the summer programs collectively. And now they're at record-breaking numbers. Uh, they're not stopping. It's gone international. We've already spoken to people tonight from Great Britain. We spoke with someone who's helping to arrange a group from Argentina. It is a very, very interesting combination of people from all around the world who want to see NCSY summer programs grow and grow. And, it's, and it doesn't seem like there's any end in sight, which is incredible. Speaking to Alan Fagan as we were yesterday, the ideas that are already being generated, the, the programs that they have in mind, keeping in mind their mission, their mantra, their commitments, and staying within those lines to still provide great opportunities for our kids. No question about it, and that's uh, the whole secret. The secret is his leadership here at the OU and NCSY. It's committed to growth. That's what they're into. They're into growth, they're into expansion, they're into doing as much as possible for as many as possible, and inspiring as many as possible at the same time. And the Youth Commission Chairman um, for NCSY is uh, Avi Katz, and Avi Katz is here. No doubt he arranged his entire summer schedule. How did you know? To make sure to How be you know? at Yob NCSY. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I just For everyone listening, they should know that the weather, I've been here for about a week. It's been like 80-something degrees, right. beautiful weather, and somehow today, and Yom NCSY, they bring the heat. Yeah. I think it's the Ruach here tonight that jacked up like, like 15, 20 degrees of weather in well, Israel. Spirituality equals heat, and you're right that there's a great spirit here, and people have gained so much already over the summer. We're feeling it here tonight. So you arranged your summer schedule to be here tonight. Why? What is it so special about this gathering that couldn't keep you away? So there's a lot of you know negativity, unfortunately, in life and things we have to deal with and cynicism, etc. And then there's the opposite. Things that are just good, pure, natural, unadulterated good. And so when you have the opportunity to sit here and just see this live, yeah, you know, there's obviously there's seeing it live cast yep. and seeing it from far, but just have it pulse through your veins and, and feel it in your bones like this. So how can you not take the opportunity? I think it's really that that uh, you know that sense of, of community, that coming together, Jews of all stripes, all backgrounds, people who in, in their day-to-day -day lives would literally never even imagine that there could be part of something unique and together like this. How could you not? Avi Katz is with us, chair of the Youth Commission. How long have you held that title? Uh, a little over five years now. 
And in those five years, if I were to guess, I would think one of the most things, one of the things you're most proud of, is the OU and NCSY's attitude that we will continue to grow. There are a lot of organizations that are not ready to uh, to uh, spread their wings to include more and more people of all different backgrounds. And it seems that the OU and NCSY has the complete opposite approach, that you'll do everything in your power to include as many people as possible in these types of activities. No, you're absolutely right. And it's a great uh, point you're making because what I found is uh, I come from a financial background, you know, hedge fund, etc. It's all about more, 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 more. You know, there's, there's no limit. There's no limit. And oftentimes in, in, uh, in the not-for-profit world, in cloud work, it's okay, right? If I took 10 kids last year and I take 15 kids this year, that's a good thing, right? Right. But there are 100 other kids you could have. And this idea of wanting to see the big potential, what's out there, the fact that there are, again, about 250,000 Jewish teens in North America. But the amazing thing has been the fact that the NCSY staff, that the OU staff embraced the idea that there are metrics, there are things that we can actually set. We actually set out a strategic plan five years ago that you're seeing the fruits of tonight. We actually literally said we're going to double the number of kids that we're going to reach, impact, see, bring to NCSY summer programs. And Baruch Hashem, we're already embarking on our next five-year program. So we've doubled them the last five years, and God willing, we'll at least double them the next five. How did you spend your summers as a young man? Ah, uh, Camp <laughs> Hatikva, uh, nice. yeah, Camp uh, Vadas. But this is a little different. A little different. Huh? <laughs> a little. <laughs> and, and Israel in general has this incredible ability to really solidify a young person's summer. Absolutely. I think what you see here, I think, is two things. Even there's the kids who go to yeshiva, the kids who have been here again and again and again, and it could be like, oh, yet another. But they come here and they have an experience in Kola and Achlelet and Give. There are these unique experiences they can have with their peers that you can't get on that family trip or their bar mitzvah trip. Not to take away from those, right. but there's something b'myuchad. For those who have not been fortunate to come to Israel, and this is literally their first time coming to Israel, I mean, holy cow. I mean, literally, I can't tell you how transformations that we take for granted. I guess also coming from, I'm from Teaneck, and you know, everyone I know has been here for forever, many times, which hotel, this, that. If you're not affiliated, you might think Israel is a, uh, literally a, a Havdil, like a, uh, an apartheid state or something you don't even know what. And so you come here and you see this is really the most incredible place in the world. It's the most normal, healthy, amazing place. It transforms you as a person, as a Jew. And that's really, I think, one of the unique features that, uh, that we see in the summer program. Earlier in this show, we spoke about the TJJ ambassadors. And that they, based on what they learn or see and are spoken to about here in Israel, will bring that back to their college campuses. A lot of them, college campuses spread around the country. And I know your attitude toward JLIC and all the work being done on the campus. It's a big, big challenge, the college campus scene. Yet right here, they are cultivating ambassadors, literally, who are going to be taking a very positive message about Israel to a very difficult arena. Absolutely. And I have to, just to give you a sense of the, the thoughtfulness of the TJ ambassadors before they, so just for people on listening, they go to Poland right. for about a week and a half and change, and then they come to Israel. You can imagine that just transformational experience from the depths of Europe and Poland and the camps to come to Eretz Israel. It's really an amazing experience in and of itself. But before that, they spend a Shabbos in Tinek right. learning. So it's not just you come there and that's the first time. They really, Rabbi Wild does an amazing job really giving them the background. So I had the opportunity to meet them in, in, in Romer uh, before they came here. Amazing group of 80 young men and women. And it was uh, it was the idea that it was, it was um, uh, that they themselves are investing in themselves and seeing themselves as like tremendous Jewish leaders for the next generation. So absolutely, when they go to their campuses, when they hear all this, this Mishigas that you hear in the political arena, that it's acceptable to say 
that things are concentration camps in America. I mean, this is the rhetoric. You know, from country, a New York representative yet. Yeah, well. Which is unbelievable. I don't know if this is a political show, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I think the point is that you can sort of, it can go in one ear and out the other because you don't have the sensitivity that we take for granted. And so it's an amazing thing. They are truly ambassadors. And again, we can only do more and more to make sure that we get that message out. Now, I don't know when you arrived, but have you had a chance to spend any significant time with one program yet or not? So uh, each year, I try to like invest some extra time in a different. So, uh, so this year we had the privilege of uh, my son, my son Yehuda, who is 12. Uh, you know, the bar mitzvah this coming year. So we uh, we hung out with Resurf, one of the newer programs that started last year. It's using really a model of chesed through surfing to get kids who literally wouldn't come for the quote unquote bus trip or right. this that the other thing. And so we were at a program last uh, yesterday in Tel Aviv on the beach, working with autistic kids. So surfing with kids with autism. It was an Israeli organization that does it as well. It was just this cool vibe you would not imagine, right? I can tell from your face, that's not the first thing that would jump to mind. This is momish, like, creative, out of the blue, kids who, and it's transformative in a way that is not sort of cookie cutter. But that's part of what, you know, we talked about, like, you know, that idea to grow the ambition. It's not just like throw out a welcome mat and everyone's going to fly. We have to create these pathways. You have rescue outs. You have all these amazing new programs that we should look at the website. But yes, I was surfing in Tel Aviv with autistic kids with research yesterday so that was a very rare treat and an amazing thing to see happen. the number of chesed opportunities in this country is insane it's just incredible and then well you know we saw a give in Shalv in the morning right. I mean you, you named the, it's, it's Baruch Hashem it's really Marabu Masech Hashem what we see with, uh, with Kla Yisrael it's an amazing thing looks like you're getting a lot of nachos from this tonight Baruch Hashem. You know what? If you can't get knockers from this, <laughs> that's but no, but Baruch Hashem, it's really, uh, and hopefully everyone who's listening and seeing and experiencing. Chair of the Youth Commission, Avi Katz, thanks so much for joining us Thank tonight. You very much opportunity. A real pleasure. Join me on Thursday. I got a big, big thank you list of people who have helped us with the LMNCSY, including David Cutler and Amy Moskoff. A big thank you to Mike Bain and Alan Fagan. Thank you to Aryeh Frankel and the Yad Israel Tours, and to everybody who's made this such an amazing experience. Of course, our own staff including Miriam L. Wallach and Yoni Pollock and Avrami and Yigal and Mark Zamek and ZK and Matis and everybody who has been so helpful in making this yet another great uh, uh, journey. Here she is, Mrs. Elisheva Kamenetsky. I think it's the first time you've been on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right about that? That's right, Nathan. Yeah. And what gives you the distinction to be here on the air tonight? How have you been spending your summer so far? Okay, so... Uh, I think that I'm here because, um, primarily because I'm the uh, consultant to the educational consultant to the girls' programs. But I certainly have a rich history with uh, NCSY summer programs as having been a uh, family participant for the last 23 summers. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. People don't realize that just because a program, especially on the girls' side, has a specific name or theme, don't think there isn't formal Jewish education going on in that program all summer. And you see that up close and personal. Absolutely, that is true. There is unbelievable education happening here. And I think the key word that you said is, uh, is formal, although in an informal setting. And as an educator throughout the year, I know all too well that the power of summer education is just uh, unsurpassed, even during the 10 months of the school year. Yeah, and some might argue that those two months are, I don't want to say more important, but have an element to it that you're never going to get in the classroom. Actually, incredibly, incredibly formative because they're so synthesized in such a real way. It isn't the 40-minute period between uh, 10.02 and 10.42 that I'm learning something. 
but it's part of every aspect of the day. It's that 24-7 immersion in meaningful activities that are just have such an educational punch. Speaking with Mrs. Ellie Sheva-Kamenetsky, um, you are or have been the mother of teenagers. You know it's not always easy to get them up in the morning. Yet we sit here tonight and hear from one program head after another that at 4.30 in the morning, at 5 in the morning, at 6 in the morning, these kids are jumping out of bed to begin an 18 or 19 hour program day. Can you explain it? Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question, and, and to many seems like an incredible enigma. I, I think that, you know, it really has to do with the fact that kids and adolescents in particular, they sense and smell when things are real. Here they are in the Holy Land of Israel, the most incredible place that's been, you know, promised to us from, you know, thousands of years ago by Hashem as being our land. They, they feel the incredible richness of where they are, but they're also being guided by incredible counselors, program directors who have given of their time and their summer to be with them and they feel their passion and their sincerity about being here and being with them. They feel their unconditional love and commitment to them in a way that just has kids respond in kind. You know, the counselors, the directors are all in and the kids therefore responding. And you work with all those directors. You must be amazed at their commitment and investment. Yeah, all year long. The planning and the programming for these, you know, six weeks, seven weeks, four weeks, whatever each program length might be, you know, began 11 months ago and with great earnest. Does every program have its own educational theme or you're able to overlap between different programs? Yeah, so definitely there are different themes because the goal of each program is to really speak to, you know, adolescents. I, I think what's quite incredible about what David Cutler and his team have built here with the NCSY summer programs is so many different niches. You know, so there are there are programs where the whole program has a you know a bent towards uh, you know rescue or you know Magen David Adom service. Others towards learning, others towards chesed, technology, politics, whatever whatever a kid's passion might be. But all of that is is uh, pursued in the context of furthering yourself as a Torah Jew. And uh, it's really incredible. You just touched on the, one of the things that we said earlier, that there are so many kids who are into pursuing the life-saving techniques. It's, it's not only in our community, but it seems in the entire country. And uh, that the potential for that program to grow and grow is really remarkable. And they have some real promise there and so many other programs, of course, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Mrs. Ellie sheva the official consultants when it comes to educational components of the NCSY summer program. How do you like that? Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate that. It's Yom NCSY on a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM as we continue here uh, from uh, Park Renana and uh, we will do this one from Ari Goldwag and be back with more at JM in the AM. Shalom, 
Ari Goldwagon Company here at the JM and the Amway. Yo Y, where an ambucycle was just uh, donated to uh, United Hatsala from the NCSY fundraising effort that took place uh, over the last 72 hours. Um, so Mazal Tov, and they're about to they're about to make the big reveal and uncover the uh, uncover the um, dedication that's being that's being um, that's going to be part of that MBU cycle for for United Hatsala. And I think we'll just wait a second until this this big reveal has ended. There you go. There it is, donated by NCSY Summer. Well, one of the programs that already has gotten some high-profile attention on this show is called Resurf. Oren Bendelstein is here. He leads the group. A pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM. Hi. Nice to meet you. So why did you become so high-profile already? Because someone, one of the leaders of the NCSY Youth Commission, mentioned that he spent time with your group doing a very interesting chesed project surrounding surfing and children with autism. That's right. Tell me what that was like. It's pretty amazing. I mean, part of our trip is like not just to go see Israel as a country and tour, but really get to meet the people and meet the incredible organizations that are existing in Israel and have our kids kind of like partake in like what they're doing and, and even try to figure out ways to create more opportunities for those organizations to do more. So that day, we, we, we've done many programs uh, working with, uh, with, with soldiers with, um, with that, 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 that suffer from PTSD and, and going, uh, some of the stuff you saw in the video, was uh, going on, uh, on the lake with them, doing uh, stand-up paddleboarding, and then we got into discussions with them, and, we, and it was really amazing. We worked, we, we've been in hospitals and playing uh, you know, music in the hospitals. Um, we've been, uh, we work with uh, in, uh, an organization um, called uh, Beta Shanti, where we work with kids with, um, uh, with, that come from troubled backgrounds. And uh, we go, we, again, we go surfing and we do like therapy with them. And it's, it's really an incredible situation. But what happened that day was the first for me. Again, I've been running uh, Chesed Projects for many years and research for many years. But I never did anything Ari with uh, children with autism before. Um, I've been a part of programs, but I never actually was the one that ran it. And... Um, Resurf is a program you should know that it's not just uh, like in, it's in, it, it runs in Israel right. year, year round. We have about 150 kids in our program in Israel that are come from underprivileged backgrounds that get therapy through surfing, and it's run straight. It's run by a secular Jews in Israel. Unbelievable! Um, it's really cool. So our teens during our trip link up with the people who run Resurf in Israel, and that's the people that we run the programs with. And they, that's who we did. We worked with an organization called Alut. Alut works with children with disabilities. Um, and, uh, and, and, it was, and the whole program was, uh, was very, it was, it's very well thought out. And uh, what we did was we started the day by going to the Wix headquarters. Oh, Wix.com cool. headquarters. Where Alut and our, the Resurf Israeli team and, and our Resurf uh, Israel summer trip all met. And they did a whole... Uh, a whole um, presentation. A presentation about what it is to be uh, what, like what a, what a kid that's on the spectrum is all like, what, just to teach us about what it is, and 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 we went through everything. It was an hour long, and then what we did at the end was um, the reason why they went through it was they wanted to show that first how to interact with the kids, but then even more how powerful 
the therapy that surfing could be for these kids. It's incredible. How many surfers are in your group? They're not. Nobody can surf. No, that most of the kids that come on Resurf don't have, maybe have never surfed before. And they're learning from you. They learn from the Resurf team that we have in Israel, um, and they learn with and, and, and with our uh, kids that you know and, and whatever when they go in the water for the most part they're always doing some chesed with it and so, what is it about surfing that's so amazing i mean personally i'm a surfer and uh and i know that like in life the world that we live in today like we got to give like jewish people a better rep you know it's not cool to be jewish on our trip like we really want our kids to feel like they're like they're so cool and, and we love the fact that they're feeling cool and they understand that they're being Jewish at the same time. And it's a, such a tremendous kid of Hashem that our kids that are on our trip, these, these, these Jewish kids that come from secular backgrounds, are actually representing the right-wing Jewish people. It's so cool. And, and they are connecting with these um, secular, organi the, the, you know, secular organizations that we're working with. And then it's really like, it's almost like two things that are going on. First, we're inspiring our teens, but we're also building a bridge between like secular Jews in Israel and, uh, and uh, you know, the right-wing Jews. And, and it's really amazing. Every single time they make an introduction to me and the Reserve team, which is our kids, they say, these are Jewish, like, you know, kids from America. Absolutely amazing. The whole thing is incredible. Yeah. And I hope that the program continues to grow and that you continue to flourish. It sounds like you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank you so it. much for joining me here today. For sure. Oren Bendelstein from ReSurf. ReSurf, a great program here, part of the NCSY summer programs. And of course, the director of the NCSY summer programs is joining me before we wrap up a JMM Thursday morning. That's of course David Cutler. David Cutler, welcome back to JM in the AM. I know you're getting a tremendous amount of nachas from what you're watching. The job you're doing is remarkable. Every time I come here, I say they can't teach me anything about these summer programs. And then I start speaking to your directors and the people that are leading all these amazing programs. And they have so much to say about the way things are now in 2019 and the incredible work that's being done with Jewish youth. You have a lot to be proud of. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for being here. Look, we have 21 programs. We can fill up two shows. Next year, we'll fill up three shows. <laughs> so, uh, so Baruch Hashem. No, it's really, it's such an exciting time for us, and uh, this is it. This is the essence of what we do. It's really Jewish awesome. organizations don't always have the urge to grow. They don't always have the urge to spread the umbrella and to welcome diverse crowds in. And it seems you work with an outfit and lead your own with NCSY that thinks just the opposite way. Make this as big as possible. Try to include as many as possible. Well, not only do we want to grow, we think it's our chiv, it's our, it's our obligation to grow. We, we believe in what we do. We believe that we are impacting kids from all walks of life. We have kids here from, from London, from Canada, from the U.S., from all different walks of kids life. Kids coming from South America. Kids from South America are coming or landing next week. Um, and we believe we have something to offer all these kids. And therefore, if you believe you're impacting kids from all over the world, then yeah, you, you, you have to grow. It's not a, Staying the same size would not be an option for us. And who would think that ReSurf, you just saw over in here a second ago, and even the medical program, which, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if you knew from the beginning that it would be this hot, that it would be this big a commodity in NCSY summer programs with amazing potential to grow, by the way. Who knew that these would be specialties that would really appeal to our Jewish youth? And every time you guys put a, an idea out there, it seems that someone is attracted to that specialty. Yeah, you never know. Look, we, we hire, the secret to our success is our staff. That really is. Obviously, 
where we are in the world, Israel is, is where we love to be the most, but we're, we're all over the world. But our staff, they're, they're such fine, fine educators and unbelievable people who are so dedicated. You know, people think summer programs, they think July and August. Our summer programs work all year round. Their directors, we have 21 programs, 21 directors. I'm in touch with them immediately after the summer, through the summer. It's, it's not a two-month job. It's a, it's a 14-month job, if that's possible. And, uh, and yeah. that's what makes them so special. You have had the opportunity yeah, recently to be with what program? Have you spent any significant time over the last day or two with one of these programs, or you haven't had a chance to do that yet? Not yet. I actually, I, I got here. Our last program didn't leave till last Wednesday oh, night. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, and then I was, I spent the day in Camp Sports. So, are you going to have a chance to do that? Yeah. Now, now is after tonight passes, God willing, then it's uh, you know going to all the different programs all over the place. It's uh, you know they're they're all here now, and uh, believe it or not, a couple of them are halfway through. Um, but it's, yeah, now I get to spend time with all the programs, especially we have, we have the Shabbos, not this Shabbos, but the Shabbos after. We're going to have over a 1,000 kids in the Old City. We're going to have TJJ, Colel, uh, a bunch of different programs in the Old City. We're going to take over the Coltel Friday night early Shabbos. We're going to have Minion and Aish. Uh, we're going to have Rob God Friedman giving an Oneg to three TJJ buses and Aish Atorah. It's going to be wild. So we're, gonna, we're literally going to take over the Old City in two weeks. The whole thing is just remarkable. Uh, Ohad's on stage as we uh, broadcast live from NCSY, or actually I should say on a Wednesday night, our Thursday morning program here with NCSY at JMM. David Cutler is here. Uh, the numbers continue to increase. It's amazing how many summer programs, how many participants you have. And uh, what can I say? It's all about growth. It's all about being there for the community. You're touching every single community, large and small, in North America. It's incredible. The expansion around the world is remarkable. This thing is just continuing to fly. It's amazing. It really is. So now, in addition to working with the kids, we're really starting to work more with families also. We're starting to reach out to what we call community partners. Because what we do during the summer is nice, and it's very impactful. But if we don't follow it up with what we do during the year, you can lose your momentum. So we're really, you'll notice tonight, tonight's our biggest crowd ever. And yeah, we have, uh, you know, 12, 13, 1400 kids here tonight, plus our staff. But we have several hundred guests here tonight who are here, either alumni, parents of kids, people who are in Israel and, and, uh, and want to join us. Uh, but we're reaching, we're really, really partnering with our communities, schools and schools. They're, they're so enthusiastic to have the kids come on our programs that we're working more on partnering, you know, with uh, programming during the year. We have, uh, have Aton Katz from New Jersey is starting a, a national disaster relief session, uh, portion of the OU of, of NCSY. Uh, and we have kids who are going to be going with him during the year to different locations, whether it's Houston, whether it's Puerto Rico, uh, whether it's New Orleans, to do Chesed Relief. And we're going to be very involved in that with him because it's, uh, it's very fulfilling and it really it's what our mission is. So it's, it's besides the pro summer programs, we're really working to grow during the year as well. A lot of great lay leadership. A lot of people that are willing to make sure you partner with the right people out there. It's pretty amazing. Uh, well, it's uh, off to a great start this summer, isn't it? Thank God, it really is. It's... Uh, you know, Yom NCSY this year was, was early in the summer because it's always, it's always based on the Jewish calendar. So it's, uh, we haven't had a time to really, uh, to really kind of get into the summer that much. But next year it's going to be on Monday night, August 3rd. I can tell you that already. It's uh, <laughs> after Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av is Thursday night, July 30th. And uh, Yom NCSY is Monday night, August 3rd. So it, uh, it'll be a little bit of different experience. More time to get our videos done. And Baruch uh, Hashem. Add kids who will know of the other kids for a long time already at that point, or a longer time than this summer. Uh, anyway, David, I thank you. We'll see you tomorrow because we have uh, plenty to do with our friends at Michalelet and at Kolel. They are also enjoying banner seasons, so we'll talk more about that tomorrow, and I thank you for inviting yeah, us to the Omen Thank you very much, Malcolm. It's great to have you here, and uh, thanks for coming.
Thank you so much. David Cutler, everybody. He leads the NCSY summer programs. And we have had quite an amazing stay here in Park Renata with our friends at, uh, at NCSY. And Ohad is on stage. Ohad is on stage. He's on stage, and uh, he and Simpaliner are going to be performing tonight. He is playing my song. That's right. This is a song if you like. Oh, well, unfortunately, you, know, I know. you can't enjoy it. I'm course. not enjoying no, it. No, of course not. I'm not enjoying there's, it. There's a live lunch topic you should get into. <laughs> but anyway. No, what a performance. Look at the crowd. Kids are having a great time, and you have been flanked by great guest after great guest, highlighting what is going on, and it just makes you think, could you remember what NCSY was in the 80s? Yeah. That's the one of the themes we kept emphasizing tonight, is that they're not afraid to grow and not afraid to spread their umbrella. Right. And that's what NCSY and the OU, frankly, is doing, and our community internationally is benefiting from it. So kudos to the leadership and to the staff for doing just that. While staying committed to their Torah values. A hundred percent. And it's not easy to do. A lot no. of organizations would hesitate to do it. But Correct. But they do it, and they do it well. And they have the great leaders. And you see, it's always top down. I mean, you had on Alan Fagan. You had on Mike Spain. They have a vision. They've hired the right people. And those people have hired the right people. It's great. A lot of talent in this room, as we always say, when we're at an NCSY event. It's true, and thank God this room has no walls, because yeah, that this, talent and, wouldn't fit. And this room, this outside outdoor amphitheater, is pretty amazing. I also, by the way, want to give a shout-out to Rabbi Ari Rockoff, who is standing right here. Rabbi Ari Rockoff! Woohoo! Yes, another great talent here at the, at, at the OU. Really, someone with a tremendous amount of vision who really understands just like other people here, where the next generation of Jewish leaders is coming from. I don't know how Amy made it through another encounter with us. Amy is... Amy, thank you. I mean, we love Amy. We thank love you. Amy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amy's coming on the air tomorrow from Michlelet, much to her own dismay. Good evening, NCSY. How are you doing? Well, if you can hear that, oh, you know oh, that voice. Oh, that is... Uh... dreaming to perform tonight for you guys. How are you doing? All good? Ohad is uh, off to a great start. <laughs> off to a great start here at Yomen Siswai. Anyway, big thank you to Amy and yes. to everybody who's helped us coordinate all this. Amy Moscow. It's not easy. It's hard for you to produce this show in this environment. Imagine her is responsible for all the guests. Correct. It's not easy. It's unbelievable. And they do a great job. And by the way, with the exception of the, the heat, they'll never sweat. That's you, correct. You never see it. It's oh, amazing. Ohad in his bag of tricks. He's reached into his bag of great Jewish music tricks. He's amazing. And come out with another great selection. It's such a mensch. And then, of course, Simcha Liner will follow him, and they'll just close out at another incredible Yom NCSY. You know, they just promoted the, what, they're, what they're previewing as the 22nd program for summer 2020. Oh, what is it? Working with at-risk Israeli teens. Wow. I know. Unbelievable. Wow. So if they're already topping themselves with that, I can only imagine what Yom NCSY 2020 is going to look like. By the way, they just announced uh, Yom NCSY 2020. Of course they did. August 3rd. All right, be there or be square. Well, you're going to find this interesting. Uh-oh. Because Tisha B'Av is Thursday. Yom NCSY is the following Monday night. Fabulous. So you might find that very... Very interesting. 
as we take a look ahead, Mezrat Hashem, to the 2020 calendar. So we're flying Thursday, aren't we? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll have to see. Near end. Oh, I don't even know if you've caught it. You may not have caught what I mean with this calendar issue. I don't mean just about the flying for Yom Why? What am I missing? That traditionally, if there's a second NSN trip during the summer, traditionally it's the Tuesday after Tishaba. That's why. Oh, my. Oh, that's interesting you didn't catch that. Boy. On air. This is what happens sometimes. On air, we have these discoveries. Okay. First thing to come to my mind when I heard August 3rd. We'll see what happens. Shame we have to close the show. (laughs) We'll see what happens. (laughs) I thank everybody who uh, has participated with us in all these... um, in all these uh, different aspects of Yom NCSY. Oh, Oha's into one of his, uh, Oha's into one of his very, very long. Boy. <laughs> He's having fun. Look at that crowd. I couldn't figure out where he went on that stage. All right, we got to wrap this up, Malcolm. Big thank you to David Cutler, Amy Moskoff, Mike Spain, and Alan Fagan, and to my incredible staff. A thank you to Aryeh Frankel of Yad Israel Tours, my incredible staff, including uh, Miriam Alwalek and Yoni Pollock, uh, of course, to uh, ZK and Avrami and Mark Zamek and Yigal Siegel and Matis Wangas and everybody who helps make these shows possible. Very important. Tomorrow we're spending the day with our friends at Michlelet and our friends at NCSY Kolel. Our Friday morning JM in the AM will be those visits with those two incredible NCSY summer programs. So make sure to be tuned in. Make sure to uh, join us for those uh, for those visits and those activities. And, um, and it should be a great Friday morning show at JM in the AM. What are we up to in our show? Are we ready to wrap things up? We certainly should. By the way, in a totally human moment, we have three minutes. We had a totally human moment. Ohad just had to tie his shoe on stage. That's interesting. <laughs> There's something about that. So now those who ask if his family uh, wears shoelaces, the answer is yes. Right, exactly. By the way, there have been a, a great number of family messages. You know, that was something that you could yeah. not only send into us, but also send into NCSY. Really, it is such an inclusive night. And there were, people are watching on the live stream. I'm sure they're having a great time. And, by the, and also, we look forward to trying and cover some of the comments that people are posting, even though they know this is a pre-record. Some of the comments that you posted on the app, we're going to make sure to comment on those during the Cola Milk Show. Great idea. So we'll have those comments for you. And everybody get ready for those and a great show tomorrow. Achim of Israel and Achim Achim, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. Woo, you just got it. Thank you very much, Rohan. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. That wraps up a great Yom NCSY program from Camp, or I should say from Park Renana in Israel. Tomorrow we're back with Mechlelet and uh, and NCSY Kolel as we continue this amazing and incredible broadcast week from Israel. Make sure to join us, and I thank everybody for tuning in and being part of this unique experience. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.